What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 85 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. And Chris gets a voice this time. Quick reminder to play Onrush and Soma. You have a week left to play those, download those, play those, come back at the end of the month, which is soon for Plus Club. We'll talk about our experiences with those games. Let us know what yours were. And our game of the month, as picked by me, was Final Fantasy XIV, or is Final Fantasy XIV. Make sure to play that if you already are. Uh, if you have in the past, play it again. Join Coral. Join our clan, guild. Th- free company. Free company. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Let us know uh, at the end of the month. Game of the month. We thought of that game as well. It's a MMO. It's Final Fantasy. It's uh, it's pretty fun. I got out of the vanilla content. Hooray for me. Uh, also, we have a Discord link down below. Talk to us the same time all the time. And uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, and if you're listening to us and you want to watch us, check us out on YouTube at Tasty Loot Gaming. We film every fucking episode just like this one right now. Um, yeah, so with that... This is kind of a special episode of TasteCast because we are going to be talking about our games of the year. Now, 2018 has been an insane year with so many good games. It's almost been impossible for me to pick my favorites, but we're going to do the impossible today and we're going to pick the best fucking game of the year per person and our two runners up uh, games that didn't quite make it, but are worth obviously mentioning. And then at the end, we're going to talk about all the games that came out in 2018 because there's so many good ones. I honestly think this is probably one of the best years in gaming ever. I really mean that. And I think it's worth talking about everything that released. Um, so yeah, typically we start with what we've been playing, but we're going to skip over that because who gives a fuck about what we've been playing? We got a lot of shit to talk about this, uh, episode. So, um, yeah. Do you guys want to say anything before we hop into this about 2018 as a year? Uh, it, it, it was, this was the year of, uh, Broketober, you know, uh, we had Monster Hunter World, which this channel was huge about finally come coming out and being able to play it. It was a fun, we had Red Dead Redemption 2, yep. which was huge. Um, giant fucking games came out this, this year and it's almost unfair to some of them, I think, to only have you know, three spots in our lineup just yeah. because it's such a crazy year. So um, I'll be pretty interested to see what you guys chose for your three spots. I might have a controversial pick too. Nice. So I might piss people off. And if I do that, let's talk about in the comments. Don't hit that un- unfollow button. Don't unsubscribe. <laughs> we still be buddies. It's a conversation, dog. Uh, one thing I just want to mention about 2018 real fast is I think it's a great counter and a reaction to in 2017 ea saying single player games are dead i think 2018 was the single player year and i think they came out really fucking strong this year left and right and of course there's great multiplayer games a shitload of them but so many good story driven uh single player games came out that uh you know with ea and their decisions lately uh not only are they pieces of shit but they're also very very wrong uh, which might be a reason why they're not really killing it right now in their games. Uh, might be out of touch, EA. Um, and people who have decided to go to online games versus their single-player games. Uh, companies that rhyme with uh, Nethesda. You guys want to say anything? <laughs> not really, no. Just call them out. Keep it to single-player, <laughs> single guys. <clears throat> I swear they're not dead. Yeah. Nothing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing you guys want to add to that? Mm-mm. All right. Uh, yeah, so let's get into it. We're going to do our runners-up first, then we're going to work our way up to Game of the Year. Um, yeah, so let's start with uh, Josh. What is one of your runners-up? Okay, so And number- are they in a particular order? Yes, yeah, so okay. I'm going to go 3-2-1. Okay. One being Game of the Year, of course. 
three was a hard spot for me. Uh, only due to the fact that I was going to give it to Monster Hunter World just because mm-hmm. that game gave me a hundred of hours of play. I, I dove super deep into it and it was just, it was fun. You know, I got to play with friends. It was, it was, it made Monster Hunter accessible to fucking everybody. They gave out a whole free year of DLC. There was crossover events. There was a massive amount of content for that game that they added. And you didn't have to pay a damn dime for it i haven't put them i haven't put one dollar into that game except for the original price is this your runner up no okay <laughs> no I, but no no i'm I just saying lost. i'm saying all those good things because yeah. i feel like i have to give it to red dead redemption 2 mm-hmm. only on the pure technical masterpiece that game is and to be honest i had more problems with red dead redemption 2 than i'm even willing to admit uh i think it's very formulaic 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 and uh it, it follows that fucking rockstar uh, type game i mean you could totally tell it's their their game uh an example and the mission structure for how open world that game is the mission structure is so rigid it's almost confusing to me because i'd be riding on my horse and they would say all right stop stop here so i'd stop and I'd get off my horse, like, what are you doing? Get on your horse. It's only because I didn't stop in that stupid little circle and I was like a foot away from it. So I had to get yeah. on my horse, gallop a foot, and then get back off again. I'm like, come on, dude. Um, you had that story about the barn on fire. You just got out of the window and left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, but they that was wanted big... you to do the set piece. Yeah, of... to explain that real quick, um, I was in a barn and you're supposed to wait for a shootout to start. And while it's happening, they light the barn on fire, and they want you to escape with the rest of them. Well, as soon as the barn lit on fire, I jumped out the window instinctually, and I ran into the woods because, like, this is a better place to fight from. And, um, or no, I couldn't get out of the barn. What, what, do you remember no, what no, I said no, that? Yeah, no, no, no. I, th- I thought you jumped out of the barn, but then it was like, get back in the barn. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, they, the, the game told me the, to get the back in. Yeah. Text. So I was like, okay. So I went back in the barn, and then they're like, we got to get out of here. And then they were like, let's go. And, they, like, we went out that window. And I was like, well, that's, fuck, that's very linear design uh i almost feel like i should encourage you to switch your runner up because i was i'm really confused right now for the for the one you didn't want to pick you said a lot of good things the one you are picking you're saying a lot of bad things no 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 no. no. well and that's 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 what i'm that's what i'm getting to okay is because red redemption 2 did stuff with open worlds that no games have done it when i walked into that game you i was walking into being a fucking cowboy in 1899 it's like i said the, the sound design the uh the graphical aspects of it and the details of the world are second to none they I, i'm constantly finding new shit the map is huge and you can just get lost four days in that fucking game and not do a goddamn thing that i mean i, I think i spent over 100 hours in, in the game just in the world mm-hmm and albeit at shortfalls, it does deserve this place on number three for me just because of how blown away I I was. I was blown away with like Monster Hunter World. So I was like, oh, it's cool. It's in 3D and stuff like that. And it's with a controller. But ste- I stepped into a whole new world with Red Dead with Red Dead 2. It was something completely it was it was a complete technical ma- ma- masterpiece. So that has to have a spot in my number three, just from its its prowess, technical so. prowess, baby. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely deserves to be in, I would I think, most people's top three at some point, just because, as you said, it, it is is raised the bar in what games can achieve. Um, you know, the only game that's really going to say anything different is when Last of Us 2 comes out, it's going to, you know, it's going to be one of those games that pushes the bar technically, uh, although it's not going to be a huge open world. Um, I was looking at their, uh, they have a, a background for PS4 right now, a theme, and it's a car on fire, and the fire looks fucking real. Mm-hmm. I was looking, I was like, that's insane looking. So um, there is definitely something to be said about just how much Rockstar achieved. And one thing I keep always hammering home when I talk about that game is the sound design. So um, it's it's immaculate. It's beyond what you'd expect in most games. Uh, even games with good sound design, it's better. The only other game I can think that rivals it really is like, battlefield and i haven't even played five because i'm not gonna fucking touch that shit but um but yeah it's a good pick for sure anything else you gonna say on that no and that's your number three you said that's you're going number up three yeah okay uh chris what is uh how are you doing yours is there a particular order not for runners up there's no particular order okay. it's like you guys have said it's really hard this year to like rate the games because there's so many good ones um but the runner up one of the runner ups for me is going to be uh soul caliber this is a this is a game that I've been wanting to like get back into for a while. I bought a bunch of the other ones, and they just weren't as good as I think it was two. It was the first one I actually played, and that was the one that I really got into. Two's great. Mm-hmm. Um, this one though, the Soul Calibur, what is it six now? Mm-hmm. Is so finely tuned in comparison to all the other ones between two and now. Um, I the controls of it feel so tight, but they feel so natural, and they don't feel overwhelming anymore. Um, I feel like I can really control my characters really, really well. Um, the crossover of like characters that they have is uh, Geralt from The Witcher, and now they have Tubi from Near Automata, mm-hmm. who apparently is really busted. Um, and I watch a lot of gameplay of her, and she she just doesn't stop moving. She's, um, she's like old Maxi. <laughs> she just keeps going and flows into everything. Um, graphically, it looks great. I just there's just. I just there's just not quite enough for me there like story wise like it's it's got a single player mode that's like okay but it's not really capturing me it's hard to really me, for me to sit there and listen to that story of how they play it through it's just it's okay it's it's not awful but it's it's great at the same time it's really it's really a runner up for me it's hard to explain mm. yeah did you uh, which story mode are you talking about the the Libra of Souls, where where it's like the first person, the explorey like they talk you about like oh map, I or... looked over here and saw him yeah mm-hmm. yeah where you create your own character and yep yeah. yep yeah and I, that, uh, that's also great too I'm actually in the very end of that I got to the very end of it today mm-hmm. um, the last battle and like see now I I was kind of on the, the 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 other end of it I I loved it. I was able. I was like, "This is kind of neat." You're just, they're just pretty much instilled you into the story of mm-hmm. of Soul Soul Caliber in not a cheesy ass way. Um, well, not cheesy. I mean, you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. In a way, that's not like super campy or anything like that. It, it felt like it could have fit in the story. So I kind of went the the. Is it the best thing in the world? No, but. It is a huge, I think, step forward for stories in fighting games, to be honest. For me, it's hard to compete with Mortal Kombat 10. Like, oh. that was really, really well done. 
Yeah. As far as like integrating the characters and the story wise and just felt flowed really well. I could understand and wanted to learn everything that was going on with this, all the weird side missions and like the fighting the bandits and the random town interactions. Like I just don't care. I don't know what it is. I just, I just don't give a shit anymore. I've done it over and over again and here like, Oh, well I'm over here now. I'm looking for this weapon. Well, I'm over here now looking for this weapon too. And I get like, that's like kind of like the basis of like the game originally is like everybody's after soul edge or soul caliber but like it's just kind of repetitive for me i just find myself being like okay i get it you're after the weapon let's go well, in that in that mode though it's more about the longevity i think it's actually kind of neat they even added some kind of rpg element to the game because they also have a legitimate single player storyline as well and although i do agree it's not as good as more combat more combat really set that fucking bar really high mm-hmm. um that they even did something that is even remotely uh entertaining i think is 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 great because that's them joining the ranks of fighting games that have successfully done that, which is not very many. Most of right. them, as, as anyone who's played any fighting games throughout the time fighting games have existed, knows that you play the game every once in a while before a match starts, they say something to each other, and then when you beat you know 10 people, uh, you get a little fucking tidbit at the end where it's like, <laughs> then Ryu went and fucking won the championship. And it's just like, okay. Or it's like Tekken and you get a really cool fucking little like 10 second video, which is always cool to unlock. But like other than that, not a whole lot being done with storyline. So we're in time now where more combat really set the fucking bar. And it's cool. The, the Soul Calibur is even attempting to go up there with that. Street Fighter did as well. I haven't heard anything, really anything about it. So I don't think it apparently knocked out of the park with it. Uh, Bandai Namco, speaking of them, Tekken 7. Did the same thing. They brought their story to the fucking way up also. Yeah. Um, to the point where I was like, fuck, I want to get to the end of this. I want to figure it out because it's like the first time in, I think, any Tekken ever that I can remember where they actually went through and like, these are the machine, you know, this is Heihachi hey and he's the father of blah, blah, blah. And this is the reason why they're fucking insane. And like, it goes through the whole That's story. That's where he throws them, them off the cliff, right? Yeah, he yeah. throws... Throws Kazuya off the cliff. Uh, it's I don't I'm not gonna spoil it, but um, just tell him the ending, dude. Fuck it. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, and then Kazuya's pretty much out for revenge, trying to stop his father and stuff. Kazuya, like that. and then of course Jin, Kazuya's son, came in and he's he disappeared throughout all of seven, and then he should you know it's 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 a thing, but it's an actual well done storyline. That I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is neat. I kind of want to get to the end. And that's something that fighting games, I think, have been missing for a long fucking time. Is like, they, they haven't had it at all until yeah, Mortal Kombat fair. brought it. It's, it's a new thing for Other fighting games. Other than the little tidbits and stuff like that. Which, and, is, which is my point with Soul Calibur actually joining the ranks of that. Mm-hmm. And neat little deet. Uh, when you're talking about how they talk to each other. In the, they actually, some people will talk to each other during the fights, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I was kicking the shit out of Keelik. And he's like, God damn, you're so strong. And like, and like, he's like hitting me back and shit and, and shit like that. I'm like, Jesus, like that was like an actual back and forth fight. It's creepy. I know. <laughs> just beating someone's ass. Oh, you're so strong. What are you into this? <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, that's, that's definitely a good pick. Um, honestly, it's, it's one of my more hyped games this year that I didn't play as much as I would have liked. So that one will definitely not be making my list, but I wish I would have played it more too. You know, <clears throat> potentially have that in my running, but uh, but yeah, it, it definitely deserves it. Um, for me, Soul Calibur has always been about the fighting, and so all the added things they did is just nice to see, in my opinion. So, got anything yeah. to say on that? Um, really, the only thing, I, and I'm just going to be echoing what you guys have already said about it, is um, I, it 
it does play, you know, obviously very well. Uh, I, I do think the addition of the role playing mode is very welcome because one thing I, I hate about the fighting game genre is that they're so hyper focused on the competitive part that they um, are kind of like hurting themselves market wise because you can bring a lot more people in if you have more options and Soul Calibur has joined the ranks of, uh, of fighting games that actually do have something for uh, people who aren't interested necessarily in, in versing other people or for people who want more out of a fighting game in general. So, mm. um, And then as far as the story goes, the fact that you can follow along uh, with the, the story mode and understand uh, everyone's motivations and their different places in the timeline and stuff like that is a huge step forward for fighting games in general, but Soul Calibur as well. Uh, everyone kind of already knew the story, but it's like most fighting games in pieces. You got to kind of go, okay, well, let me put this up on the board and figure it out myself. You don't have to do that anymore, and it's really appreciated. So, definitely. Anything else, Chris? Uh, I spent about equal amount of time as learning characters as creating characters. The no, creating I, I know you've done create a character a lot. A lot of characters. <laughs> I almost felt like you bought that game and you just made characters. And that's why you uh, own it. For the first three hours, that's all I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're uh, constantly posting pictures of uh, characters you're making. I'm like, here's the fucking character creating factory <laughs> over there. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, but it's really in-depth. And they, they every time they add a new DLC character, they add more clothes to it as well. So there's always more things to add and oh, fine-tune cool. and make new yeah. characters with. I'm glad to hear that because that was my biggest complaint with the character creator. It's like mostly like much. simpler versions of like the DLC characters' outfits. It's something like crazy, but I mean, it's something. They're still adding something, yeah, which is cool. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they already built the assets anyway for the new characters, so might as well just throw that in there. Yeah, right. So makes sense. Good pick. So we got so far Red Dead Redemption Two, Soul Calibur. Uh, I'll go next. Um, this was really difficult for me, and I'm still struggling with it as I'm talking right now. Um, and I'm going to do a little bit of what Josh just did. Uh, one that almost snuck in here that I have to say, it's a, it's a fucking runner. It's a shout out, uh, to a potential runner up. It's Far Cry 5 and we'll talk about it towards the end when we go through, uh, all the games, but Far Cry 5 almost made my top three. Uh, it might be a weird pick for some people, but, um, I like first person shooters. It's a really fun first person shooter. It has co-op, which is awesome. The world is fucking gorgeous. The soundtrack is fucking amazing. Uh, done by hammock. Uh, I love them already. So having, um, a really just triple a fucking ambient soundtrack to a game with great visuals, uh, and a really eerie tone to it was so fucking cool for me. And I really loved the end of that game. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. I fucking loved it. Um, and I think um, Faith's whole story arc and the last part of the game and the intro to the game I thought was amazing are all fucking fantastic. And if they would have nailed it with the other two, the two brothers, uh, the same way they did Faith, I would have fucking loved it. Uh, it would have been easily one of my top three. Uh, and the way they did the multiplayer was awesome. So um, I can't wait for the new one. Hopefully it's uh, just as good. But I'm not talking about that. That almost made my runner up. Um, my first runner-up, and this is a very hard one for me to pick, is Monster Hunter World. Uh, Monster Hunter World is a fantastic game. I don't have to tell you guys. You guys all know, and it's one of the biggest reasons this channel grew, uh, and we've met so many of you guys, is through the community of that game. Uh, we all here are longtime Monster Hunter fans, 
And this one um, is essentially the pinnacle of, of where it's all come. Uh, it is uh, streamlined. It plays great. They cut back on certain things you don't necessarily need to do in the game just to get you in and out. The the monsters are great to fight. Um, the game feels awesome. The way it plays, it's so fucking smooth. And it puts so much fucking time. I mean, I fucking put hundreds of hours in... in uh, such a short amount of time into that game, uh, just needing to get further and further and further. And it was awesome because I got to play with you guys. I got to play with you guys. It was an overall great experience. And when I think about what my game of the years are and my runners up, it's what what did I have the fucking the most fun with and what stuck with me the long longest. And there's a bunch of games I keep saying I'm going to come back to this from this year that I probably won't. Monster Hunter, I can't wait for the expansion to come out because uh, I'm definitely going to play it. If they keep updating that game, I will keep coming back. Uh, it's just an awesome social and fun game to play. Um, and they just knocked out the fucking park. It was a game that we were all very hyped for and they nailed it. It's better than what I expected. That's really fucking hard to do. So like I said, with Far Cry 5, there's things about it. I was like, eh, but the things I loved about it, I loved. I loved everything about Monster Hunter World. Um, it's fantastic in every way. I can't think of anything about it. I don't really like outside of, I don't know if they updated it, but the whole like, um, no reason to go to the fucking, uh, um, the the upper area. What the fuck is that called? The, the gathering hub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they there's no real reason to go there. I think I was kind of a missed opportunity, but it's not enough to even remotely change my opinion on the game. Uh, all the core concepts of the game are are fucking there and awesome. And uh, yeah, it's it was just a blast to play, and it was just uh, probably one of the more fun games I played all year. So definitely deserves to be in my top three. I didn't think it'd make it, but the more I thought about it, I was like, there's no flaws to this game. And I loved it, and I can't wait to see more from it. It's a game I that's already out that I still anticipate content for. So, um, yeah, definitely one of my top three of the whole year. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the, the only thing I really uh, want to just kind of say about that is it, it is, like you said, kind of hard to to ignore the fact that uh you know so much time was spent in it and you know how fun it is and then just how little there is to complain about in it i think it's easy for people to kind of forget about it too because it came out like it was january yeah Yeah. so i mean it was the very beginning of the year um it's hard to it it almost doesn't feel like it was this year's game at this point yeah so um but I do think it is, um, even if it's not in your top three, if it's not an honorable mention, I, I'd be really kind of almost insulted. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any guys want to add to that? No. Uh, I kind of already said what. Yeah. Yeah, you no. did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You're talking too much, son. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Um, who do we do already? So chris josh me uh chevy what is your first pick and for my uh my runners up um they're they're about even so i don't have a particular as well mine are definitely three two one um and i think unlike the rest of uh, the group here my list was really easy for me to think of um chevy hates everything so the three <laughs> ones that stuck with them were like oh that's it the rest of the game sucked i don't i hate everything is i, I just uh, there's a lot of games that uh, I would never say are bad games that have come out this year, but aren't my type of game. Yeah. So uh, it makes my selection a lot easier. Uh, so for me, uh, I, my number three was uh, probably my hardest pick, just because uh, there was a lot of games this year. But uh, you know, after thinking about it, I have to give it to Nino Kuni Two. I uh, 
have not sat down and just nonstop played a role-playing game all the way through in a very, very long time. Uh, and I, I got to say, it probably has one of the most, um, this is going to sound bad, but one of the most like useless stories yeah, in an RPG. Yeah, it doesn't need to be there. And it didn't uh, deter me from putting it on this list, and that's because the rest of the game is absolutely amazing. It's very fun to play. They took a lot of traditional elements, modernized them just enough to not make them feel stiff and clunky, but still has that uh, retro nostalgic feel of an old JRPG. There's lots of side stuff to do. There's plenty of quests in the game, and the whole uh, castle building aspect of the game uh, I thought was lost after uh, a certain shitty company killed off a... a Certain uh, role-playing game series where you got to build castles. Rhymes so. with Konami. <laughs> and the game is Kukoden. Rhymes with Kukoden. So, uh, and everything about the game is just super charming. I, I think it, it shares that a lot with like the Dragon Quest series. Dragon Quest is a very charming series as well. Um, but I think the the point of entry for Nino Kuni is, is accessible for everyone. I think that also really matters. So. Yeah, that's a really good pick because I actually didn't it didn't really cross my mind to uh, put that towards my three. But when you mentioned that, I mean, how often do I play single player JRPGs? You don't. So I mean, and you do, but. and I yeah, <laughs> rarely, and I don't beat them. So I shotgunned through that fucking game. And when I was doing other things, like after we'd film and I'd be editing, I'd have Nino Cooney on just building up. What are those things called? The money, the king's guilders, or whatever. Yeah, the guilders. Yeah. yeah, and I was just in there building those up so I could keep increasing my my kingdom. Like I was so into it that I was like, I need those guilders. I can't be wasting time. I'd really just rather be playing the game and getting guilders. But I got to edit episodes for the fucking channel, so I'll just do both. And uh, I can't really think of a whole lot of other games that I've that I've done that with. So I was actually kind of obsessed with the game for a while. Um, and with the lack of story, I mean, that story is really, I, I can't say it's bad because it's almost, do, it almost doesn't exist. Yeah, it's, it's really basic. It's, I, I want the world to be good and I want to build a kingdom for good people and we're going to do that. And I'm like, you know what? That's great, man. Fucking let's do that. <laughs> and I'm playing the game and I'm like, this game's fucking fun. If, it, if, if I'm having fun playing this game, building this good kingdom, fuck it. Let's do it. Um, and, and yeah, the visual style is awesome. It's super fucking charming. We've talked about it many times. It's the word that always comes up. It's a very charming game. The gameplay is fun. It's a lot of shit to do in the kingdom stuff. Uh, the only thing missing from it is a little bit of customization. For Other sure. than that, it's fucking awesome. Um, in fact, if there's a game this year that I could recommend to most people that you might not have thought to play, it's Neo Kuni 2. I think most people can enjoy this game. Uh, it's, it's kind of like... Um, it's just available for most people. They could play it. Uh, and, and enjoy it so um, I think it's a really good pick and, and I really should have thought about that a little more uh, for my top three because I, I really enjoyed it I that's the thing about that like a lot of games I'll play and they're just like they're really good they're really fucking serious but every once in a while I like a game that's just fucking just fun mm -hmm. and fluffy and nice and I was like man this is fun like I'm having a blast I'm not just like oh shit they're gonna die oh I can't believe they died I'm so sad right that is literally what Mario Odyssey was for me because mm -hmm. it was just like all the time I, I was playing I'm like this is ridiculous I was like but I haven't stopped smiling the whole time I played this fucking game yeah so yeah so I yeah I mean if it's a game like that because I don't mean to tramp all over your fucking no um, I never played it that was one game one of the major games I missed this, this year and uh, I almost regret it because I hear such good good things about it and it is seems like a game I would sit down and play and beat 
Um, so it's something I definitely need to come back back to. Of course, I don't really have an opinion on it, other than it does look cool. It does. It sounds cool, and it's it is charming as hell. Because mm. every time I see Kor or fucking, Kor. Or, there he is. <laughs> Chris or, loves that. Or um, you know, uh, I haven't said know, enough this like, year. I'm I'm just like man that. Seems like a cool fucking game that people can get behind. Mm. So it's it, it is one of one of the regrets I have this year. I wasn't able to play Nino Kuni two. How many games have turned into an emote for our Discord? Core. Core. Mm-hmm. So. Chocobo. Hitman for some reason. <laughs> Hitman. Oh. T- Shout oh. out to Hitman two and playing that. It's pretty fun. Game of the year. Not not on my list, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. About five games, five or six games now seven, from this year, though. Eight. I don't know about this year, but there's just eight games that are emotes in the Discord now. Yeah. What's that fucking French fry's name? I forgot. Lofty. Lofty. Yeah. Cool. I almost said core. I added the core. That's just what he says. God I thought of, his name was God of Core. <laughs> fucking. I made all sorts of memes with that fucking dude. And the funny thing about that guy is he's just like the story. He just doesn't need to exist. I look at him. I'm like, you're not particularly. Until the end. I'm like, you're not particularly <laughs> that interesting as a character. And your design is a fucking uh, medium fry for McDonald's. Yeah, he's a mascot. That's that's someone looked at some fucking McDonald's fries and went, that's a character, and they fucking made that guy. Got him. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's been Monster Hunter World and fucking uh, Lofty have been major. Uh, factors of of uh our community <laughs> for some reason factors of who i am in 2018 pretty much yeah they made me who i am <laughs> i'm better for it mm. yeah it's a really good pick uh chris you got anything to say on that it's a really cutesy game i mean it's done in the style of studio ghibli it's paying homage to that so yeah. i mean that's a really fun art style but it's a super accessible game i think anybody can play it even kids can play it and enjoy it <laughs> for sure did you, didn't you play it yeah. Um, I didn't beat it, but I played it. Yeah. I meant mm. to beat it. Never did. Uh, well, I mean, that's the story for almost every game for all of us, I think. I'm I'm going to say it, though. I beat fucking almost every major game this year. You did. I put some fucking work in this year, because I'm like, I'm going to fucking get it, son. And I got it. The only game I didn't get was Soul Calibur for some reason. I'm a huge Soul Calibur fan. I know it's so that that's what blows me away like so much. Like I I I spent like a few days playing it because it it came out in October, so it was like I had a week to play Soul Calibur. Did it come out? In yeah, because it went Black Ops Four, mm-hmm. Soul Calibur. That's why I didn't play Soul Calibur. And, and then, then Red, Red Dead. Dead. Yeah. So yeah, so like. I was like, all right, I gotta force myself to play some soul soul caliber. Everyone's storyline in the first week. Though. Yeah, and yeah, then, uh, yeah, yeah, and I was playing. I, I I haven't even touched that mode yet. I played Libra Soul. That's all mm-hmm. I've been playing. And uh, but yeah, um, that's what Bloom Bloom. You you were like, I, I haven't even really even play. I'm like I'm like let's let's fucking play. You're like, I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not fucking <laughs> fighting you when I haven't played the game. <laughs> What are you high? And I and I've actually like actually went through and relearned Astroth because they fucking change them every game. Mm-hmm. And in this uh, game, they they definitely changed up people's combos. I think for you know balance purposes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, and two Astroth was pretty could be cheap. Um, oh fucking a. Uh, Cervantes is cheap in almost every game, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I just shoot you from across. I I beat Rob one time just by shooting him over and over again. 
Damn. He'd just get knocked down, he'd get up, I'd fucking shoot him, and then he'd get up again, I'd shoot him, and he'd try to dodge, and I'd fucking shoot him. And I was like, this is fucked up. And then he has a teleport move where you can just teleport behind him and fucking fly through him and shit. Yeah, um, but like, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, so it, it, I was like, I was like, play the fucking game, man, and you're like, and eh, there's other stuff to play. Yeah, there and was, then, too. Yeah, so Still is. it's just... It's just. You I mean, know. I'm I'm fucking chomping at the bit to surprisingly play fucking uh, my Kingdom Hearts remastered thing because I want to catch up on that. Yeah, I gotta do the same thing. I think about it every day. It sucks. Yeah. And How I, much is that? Is that like forty bucks? Yeah. I just it's every single. Dude, I might just take it up one, yeah. yeah, and then just fly through it because I do want to play three. Uh, well, like, that's the thing is like I've played them before, but fucking. Three's coming out, and I want to play it, but I don't, I don't want to jump into a third game. I'm sure they'll have a thing in there mm-hmm. to kind of catch you up because it's the smart thing to do. But uh, otherwise, they're gonna lose sales. Dude, but um, so but uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I the way those games are, are set up, they're more action RPGs mm-hmm. than than RPGs, so it should be easy to hop into. I Why just remember hearing hearing Rob complain. Fucking, I'm bringing up Rob a lot. Fucking. <laughs> Rob lives uh, with the channel in spirit um, as someone I destroy in Soul Calibur. Um, but uh, he he always was complaining about Sephiroth. So I was like, that doesn't sound fun at all. That wasn't was hard it? at all. Well, yeah, they, they, didn't they make him a real bitch? Talk shit about run? Rob Day, Chris? I just, I remember playing him. I was like, this isn't diff- I beat him. I didn't have any problems. He was pissed. He's got a move that's called Sin Harvest and makes your health one. It just casts it. Run, he runs away while casting it. Knocks your house down to one, then he flies in at you and smacks you. Smack him, dude. I'll fucking throw him by his hair. Fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I played the first one. I got to the Cave of Wonders, and mm. all of a sudden, I was just running in circles in the Cave of Wonders. I'm like, I oh, have yeah. no idea what the fuck. Tell me that. I have no idea where the fuck to go. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, <laughs> what's going on? I did that, like, I, I did the circle like three or four fucking times. I'm like, fuck this. And I just shut it off. I never, I never, never played it again. And I haven't <laughs> played a Kingdom Hearts since. That was me with uh, Hitman Season One. I played the second level of Paris. I was like, this level's too big. And I quit playing. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know where to begin. This level's like, wild. Kill these two people. I'm like, I don't even know where the fuck they are, man. <laughs> I don't want to look for them. Yeah. So I feel that. Uh, yeah, that kind of got off track. Um, Who's next? Let's uh, hold on. This is Taste Cast, so fuck it. Um, we've all covered our first uh, runners up. So your your regret for game or this year was not playing. What was it? You said you oh, regret it. You know, yeah. Like, wanted to. And then mine is Soul Calibur. Do you guys have any uh, regrets this year? Mine was Nino Kuni too. Yeah, he said something too though. Oh, but yeah, you you didn't play it either. Mm-hmm. You regretted that. No. No, nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> that there wasn't another near that came out this year. Uh-uh. I still need to finish that completely. Oh, yeah, I didn't I, play the near come one. out this year. Or was that last no, year? Last year. Okay, I was gonna say, was fuck, that, that was my year? game of the year. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What was my game of the year last year? Uh, I know 2016 with Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Wasn't no Horizon Zero Zero Dawn? I think so. That because, sounds about right. Yeah, it was Horizon Zero Dawn and a couple other games, and mine was Yakuza Zero. It would definitely be a couple other games. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only game that came out that year. The the one review you've ever done for this channel was Yakuza Zero, and it's like an hour long. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think it's safe to say that you definitely like that game. I did Unless a Witcher you're... Three review. Did you? 
Yeah, remember I oh, filmed it in the fucking lab at work, and then I sent you the fucking oh, video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, that was super too. on the goddamn cheats. All right, we're getting sidetracked. So, um, anybody it's else got cast. any any fucking... <laughs> You're going to make fun of me on my own show. Um, really of- <laughs> huh? What, Chris? I really wanted to play God of War. I never got into that. Oh, one. you didn't play it? That's a big miss. I've never played God of War. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a that's big a, miss. A big that is miss, a good dog. That is a good regret. Another regret I have for this year is not playing Monster Hunter World uh, more than, than I did. I played it plenty, but I didn't play it throughout the year as the content came out. So put fucking hundreds of hours into it, but... Um, couldn't stay with it because of all the games I had to fucking beat this year. Um, yeah, it's it's. I've been meaning because AT uh, Arc Tempered Cove Teroth came out, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not not that she came out. She just they just pretty much added more to the uh, um, to the fight now. But well, they replaced it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. old one's gone now. Um, but yeah, uh, every time something new came out, I always want. I always tried it. But the thing about that game is, is like, like I've tried Behemoth like twice or three times, and I failed all three times. I'm like, man, fuck this. Get used to that. And like, uh, man, fuck this. And then like, Arc Tempered Vol Volazok. Because like, my biggest problem is I never, I don't have the jewels to decorate my my armor. I just got super crazy good armor, which everybody has. But then everybody also has been farming jewels for fifty fucking hours. So like they that's have, it. That's it. So so they have all, all 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 these decos for, you know, their shit. And I never did that. I was just always looking. I, I always, I amass weapons. So fucking that's all all I did. I just go hunt shit for weapons, not jewels. And if I got them, I'd be like, oh cool. But who gives a shit for me? But uh, so yeah. So trying to find, and that game is something you don't just jump into. Like I'm I'm gonna do a hunt and then yeah. just walk away from it. Yeah, it's it's definitely. If I decide to play Monster Hunter World, I'm gonna play it for like a couple days, a few days. Set aside some time. Yeah, because I I need to get myself reacclimated to it and uh, decide what I want to do and how to do it, and then reskill up pretty, pretty much. So uh, that was my biggest problem with Monster Hunter World is I just I don't have the time set aside for it. Another grab 2018 is that I did not give DE more money in Warframe. Uh, I need to catch up on that. They, they, I have plenty of money that they that they need to take from me, because um, I love supporting DE and I should play the game as well. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Soul Calibur is the biggest thing, though, man. I fucking I'm really upset that I didn't play that like almost at all. It just came out at a really bad time. Okay, it was like yeah, part of the 24 yeah. hour stream for a tournament or something. I was practicing. I was like, okay, I gotta get ready for this. Gotta get ready for this. It just never happened. Yeah, well, we got into a little delirium towards like the last like four or five hours. At that point, I wasn't. I mean, I was just trying to exist. So yeah, when I woke up the next day, you guys were still playing Dragon's Crown. I was like, Jesus, dude, we fucking almost beat that shit. I know. Yeah, like <laughs> when when uh, when I woke up, Chris's character was higher level than my character at home. Like, yeah, I was yeah like, we were grinding, dude. Fuck. We're fucking. They almost got to thirty, and thirty-five is the cap for your first playthrough. So I got to like thirty-two or whatever. Um, yeah, that's that was a good game too. It's yeah. It's don't let the looks deceive you. The game's fucking dope, and I bought that that dude's other game, uh, Odin Sphere, and so far it's dope as shit too. Let's get back into our runners up. Uh, we're gonna do the second fucking volley of them. Uh, let's start with uh, Chris. Oh, me. 
Um, so there's kind of a theme with all of my games of the year so far. They're um, they're not new IP. They're older IPs that have been redone. Um, and for my second runner-up, although it's not necessarily like an order or anything, um, is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a game that has finally caught everybody's like need for a good Spider-Man game again. I think the last one was Spider-Man 2 was yep. the last really good one. Um, and since then, they've just kind of been meh. This one, the map is massive. There's so much to see and so much to do just on the map alone. Um, Exploration-wise, there's all these little, like, science missions. There's collect all the backpacks. There's collect all the black cat icons. And that's just, like, little side mission stuff. Then there's, like, you know, the amount of costumes that are incorporated into the game all have their own unique abilities, and you don't necessarily have to stick with one costume you can use the abilities from other costumes to kind of customize how your spider-man looks and how he feels and plays and then the web swinging in this game is so well done i don't feel hindered at all if i kind of miss a beat i just kind of keep going and it just recovers so well and the the fighting is is akin to arkham asylum but it doesn't feel to me as stiff um, it's a little more loose, and I can get in and out of combat if I really wanted to without feeling super punished. Um, but it's also just like an escape mechanic. Like, there's like, if I web away, I can still be shot midair. So it just feels so well done, and graphically, it looks amazing. And the story is it's a Spider Man story. I mean, <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's interesting-ish enough to keep me entertained. I'm not a big Spider Man story fan. Did you beat it? Huh? You beat it? I did not. Okay. Mm-hmm. It gets it gets way better. That's what I've heard. But yeah. I've spent most of my time <laughs> collecting things. Oh, yeah. I, one of I those spent my first three hours collecting backpacks. I did mm-hmm. the first mission, and it's like, find the backpacks. I found every single one. <laughs> and then I did the second mission. Yep. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I, remember, I remember I was like, did you beat Spider-Man yet? And you're like, no. I'm like, well, what are you doing? And you're like, you're like, I'm, I was stopping crime. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was just going around collecting <laughs> and then, things. And I don't do that in games. That game yeah. actually has stuff you unlock to collect things. So I was like, this is smart. You're going to reward me for doing this, and not just by going, oh, you're a good boy. You did it all. You're having achievement. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. That's right. not enough for me. Right. Um, and they continue to support the game. There's what three new episodes now. Yep of extended story and content to play yeah, so and there's new costumes i believe with every one of those uh, yeah they just added the raimi raimi huh? Sp- they just added the raimi spider-man outfit and uh yeah but it, it's really funny because a lot of people are like almost angry that they released it because they wanted it a while ago i actually mm-hmm. don't know i don't want to be the guy who says that the community is the ones at fault because half the time it's not them but from what i've gathered uh people really wanted that sam raimi outfit and they didn't get it in the first or second dlc and when they released in the third one, people were like, fucking finally, and like flipped them a lot of shit. And it's like, right. but they did it. I mean, like. Uh, fun, quick little tidbit. When you're in the Sam Raimi out- outfit, you don't have your web shooters on because in that movie, they were organic. Mm-hmm. So right. he doesn't he have the, the ability to shoot it. Yeah, so he doesn't have the, the, the web slingers on. Which, that, that game, its details fucking insane regardless. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, but like. Yeah, I remember like there's that that fucking article of that guy going, look at the bottom of his shoes. It's just like it's like little Spider-Man heads mm-hmm. on the bottom of his shoes is the treads, and and then the actual designer for that suit was like, yeah, I, I made those. He's like, they were kind of a bitch, mm-hmm. <laughs> or he's like, or he's like, you better fucking. He's appre- thanks for noticing. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's thanking people. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy the amount of detail they put in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anything else you guys want to say on that? Um, uh, you know, I'm just going to segue because Spider-Man is my 
second runner-up also. Um, it was the first time in a long time where a superhero game was like, you're a superhero. And I was like, God damn, I am. And it just, it felt good. Not this video game. I am. Um, it didn't feel like a generic. Or sitting around in a Spider-Man undies. Um, you know, like just like a generic little slinging web kind of guy. I was like, I'm fucking Spider-Man. Like it, it explored his powers well. It explored his suits well. Had good like like homages uh, to him. Like like you're saying, Chris, like the vanity of it. Like I can I can literally be in any suit I want, but I can have any power that I want. Plus the customization of those, you know, the three uh, add-ons you can add to the suit. It gives mm-hmm. you like defense and shit like that. Um, the powers are really neat. Because they were all different. Oh, yeah. And, and some of them helped you with combat. Some of them helped you out of combat. Some of them helped you with stealth. Um, the story was, hands down, the best superhero story in, in a video game. And uh, it was one of the ones that stuck with me. I mean, I, I every once in a while, I still think about it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, the Sinister Six was awesome. The... I loved how, like, the side missions, you're like, oh, that was a side mission. It's like, stop, you know, what's his ass's gang? And then eventually those side missions culminated into, like, a, an arc. And and then you were actually fighting the leader of, of that gang, you know, doing his bullshit. And so it was cool to see see where they're, where they, I, I didn't want to, I don't want to, like, mention a bunch of names. But, um, to spoil it, but, yeah, then, like, so it's just everything was so well put together in the end, it flowed so well that like there'd be like a bunch of people on rooftops like with sniper rifles. So as you're going in there to fight to fight them, you're dodging in the air, and then a rocket comes. You're dodging that, or you're flinging it back at them. You land on on, on the roof, and then now you're just in this melee, which is insane because it's like it was very like Assassin's Creed uh, counter punch 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 counter, but it's funny how everybody compares it to Assassin's Creed and Arkham because that's what they remember recently. But it actually, the Spider-Man games already did what Arkham did before Arkham did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's literally the, just following its own its own thing it created. Yeah, yeah. Using the spider sense to dodge and stuff like right. that. And uh, but the 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 animations were different almost every time you dodge, almost every time you you know because you'd be dodging in the middle of 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 combos i never felt like i was stuck in an in an animation doing something that's an important thing to mention is the the viability of using your moves and being able to dodge in any moment is awesome because a lot of games don't do that when you commit to something you're in it and you'll get hit for doing it if you did it at the wrong time or you can block something like that but in this game if you're like a mid swing and someone takes a shot at you you can fucking dodge from that swing which is something you would expect from spider-man because he has the that agility and the the spider sense, so it's something it'd be very hard to fucking shoot that guy in a fight, and mm-hmm. you feel like that in that game for sure. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was it was one of the only games in recent like memory. I mean, I guess other than the Arkham games, but where I felt like the superhero that it was it was ba- based on, and uh, a lot of the past Spider Man games, um, other than two, have been just kind of empty. Spider-Man is... 3 was fucking ridiculously bad. Yeah. It was it was like a shallow version of 2 and you ran like 
40 miles per hour at all times, even when you're indoors, which mm-hmm. felt ridiculous. You're in these big empty rooms and fucking empty ass buildings and you're just hauling ass and shit. It's like, slow the fuck down. Like, let me fucking take the game in. Like, it's it felt so fucking lazy. Also, uh, one of the things I really liked about that game is it brought back, uh, like, very mechanical boss fights. Um, they weren't just, like, punch sponges, like a lot of fighting it or, like, a lot of games like that are. Yeah. Um, they, they, they had mechanics to them and albeit they were kind of, kind of repeating, uh, it wasn't the same every time. So like every, like, every boss is different. The only problem, and a lot of people actually shared this opinion was, um, and I do, I prefer the way they did it because they were fun, but, um, they're all easy. Mm-hmm. None of the bosses pose a challenge. It's mm-hmm. just like you're do- more doing an interactive cutscene mm-hmm. while dodging. And it's not a bad thing if it's still a fun factor to it, but um some people wanted more from it i thought it was cool though just because sometimes when i play a game like that and i'm on like a good flow i just kind of like a a boss fight that gets the story point across Mm -hmm. and i can move on to the fun gameplay uh you know it's not dark souls where i'm playing it for that challenge so yeah plus like the, the the mechanics were very boss based so it was like you're actually fighting that boss you weren't just you're not just sitting there just decking out the rhino like you had to fucking drop mm-hmm. shit on them and stuff like that. Well, so it was all it was... more about uh, the set piece and story than mm-hmm. it was. Uh, but they all still had their own mechanics, which is cool. There's the one where you, well, I don't want to talk about it, but because uh, obviously people haven't probably played it or beaten it yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so that's that's that was my number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for fucking hijacking that. I'm <laughs> going second. Um. So. My number two as well is Spider-Man. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was going to go next and then move around. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Spider-Man's my number two. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna do this a little bit, though, because I feel guilty for not talking about something real fast. Another one that was a contender for this and a shout-out to Detroit Become Human. Almost made my list. I need to say it. Um, regardless of how you feel about David Cage, I think it is a fantastic game that is their best game they ever did. And has an awesome story with great performances and uh, very very cool game that you should definitely play if you did not play it. But the one I picked obviously is Spider Man, and the reason I did that is from pretty much a lot of what you guys already said. So I don't want to drive this into the ground too much. But um, the biggest thing, and I've mentioned this already before, Spider Man is one of the funnest games I played this year, and that's something that doesn't happen very often. Um, all games are fun to me, but a lot of time I'm playing for the story, or I'm playing for the deep mechanics, or the 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 leveling aspect. I'm trying to build a cool character there's always something more methodical about it where spider-man the game is so fucking well crafted that you just play that game passively and you're just fucking enjoying it the whole time everything about that game is awesome the world is awesome uh the performances are awesome the storyline's awesome uh i say this every single time i talk about this game but i actually had an emotional reaction when i when i played the game at the end there's stuff that happens that i was like wow this is actually uh, uh, touching it's 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 something i did not expect from a superhero game so credit to the writing of the game um i love the way they incorporated multiple characters that you play as even though sometimes like i feel a little stilted uh it works and when you play it you still are invested in the story and their perspective uh there's also some really cool uh perspective parts where you're seeing uh how they see spider-man in the world which is a very cool thing to see uh from their perspective because there's people uh, but you're playing as them and you're seeing spider-man working in the way you were just playing as him which is awesome uh josh kind of uh got on a little bit but one of the things uh i fucking love about this game is um 
you feel like a hero in the game and and in a way that no other game has done uh every every superhero game you're just super powered and that's the superhero aspect of it and then you play a storyline in spider-man you are actually existing in this world that is full of crime and you can choose to partake in saving people and you are, are an actual hero you're not just a super powered dude you're not a superhero in the aspect of like i have powers you're due to saving people and trying to make the city better. And it's the only game that's really nailed that. Um, I was going from mission to mission and then a cop call comes in and you look down and you see cop cars chasing after someone and you swing in there and you stop the crime from happening and you do it in the most responsible way possible, which feels very Spider-Man to me. Uh, jumping on the roof of a car and throwing dudes out and not killing anybody. You like web them all to mm. walls and shit. And then stopping the car and making sure it doesn't fly into people makes you feel like an actual superhero they fucking nailed that that's the one thing everyone complains about when they play most real games it's like i don't feel like i'm a superhero like i don't feel like i'm saving people mm. the, from the get-go when the game starts you're just running around saving people that's the whole point and even with the villains you're not like i'm gonna fucking kick these guys' asses you're like dude why are you doing this fucking I, okay i guess i'll stop you again we're gonna do this shit again like he's not even like reveling in the like i'm gonna defeat the enemy it's just like dude you gotta stop fucking like breaking the law like it's very spider-man the quips are good like i said already the performances are awesome i really enjoyed them um and uh yeah it is definitely one of the funnest uh games to play all year uh like i said already the collectibles uh are interesting uh and worthwhile uh getting all the different suits is fucking awesome and they all do something different which is awesome as well it's cool to look at your character and you can separate the two too you can pick a suit and the ability that it came with and then interchange that which was smart on their parts they didn't have to do that they could have just been like okay when you pick that suit you get that move no they once you get the suit you unlock that move and now you can pick from that which gives a really cool feeling of um uh building a character almost uh added with your abilities um the game is just so well crafted my only thing that i didn't like about the game and it's not even fucking anything important but i'm an audio nerd is the audio in the city is flat and not a big deal. It's just if they would have nailed that, the immersion would have been fucking perfect. Um, but yeah, I, I <clears throat> again, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, you got your themes for your picks, Chris. My big theme is, you know, what did I come out of just, you know, just loving every aspect of it and fucking thinking about it after I played it. Monster Hunter World, fucking Spider-Man. These games are fucking almost flawless. They're almost perfect games. I can't really say there's a perfect game, but when it comes down to what you can get out of a game, fun gameplay, being able to play with people, although you can't do that in Spider-Man, uh, great story, great graphics, fucking Spider-Man nails it. I mean, it just does everything perfect. Um, and it's just it's just a blast to play. It's 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 one of the, some games I'll play and there's a part where I'm like, eh, that could have been better. Or, okay, I gotta get through this part. Never felt that once in Spider-Man. I fucking loved the whole experience. And so when I was done with it, I wanted to play more of it. So uh, that's my second pick. Uh, just real quick, one thing. I, uh, one thing I just wanted to add: the villains in that game felt real. They weren't just like bad to be bad. Yeah. Uh, bad to the bone, baby. You know, like every. They villain... all had ambition, which was cool too. They mm -hmm. kind of, without talking about the end too much, towards the end part, there's ways to find out why certain villains are are after you, and they all have their reasons, mm -hmm. which is very cool and makes the world feel alive. Yeah, yeah, and the whole you know, and watching. Uh, your mentor in the lab just down and do the downward spiral and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like the whole the whole time, I was sitting there watching. I was just gripping. So it was great. It was it was interesting to me because I was like, "When's it gonna fucking happen? When's it gonna fucking <laughs> well, they, happen?" Well, they took some really cool 
angles with uh, certain characters from the comic books and how they incorporate them into the world and how you pretty much know because you've fucking seen a movie or heard of Spider-Man before that these people will become villains. But the way they're going to it and how they're making them get to that point was was better than any of the movies, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was just seeing – you're right. The Seeing that the ambition that – that they had i it's not that i felt like bad for them because they're obviously pieces of shit doing bad things but like they had a reason to be doing those things and the game really explained it in a way that 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 was uh very neat to experience because the whole time i was like you know you're not that bad of a person uh, like rhino it's um, important as a villain to have a reason to be a villain and not just be a villain to be a villain that's really boring it's acceptable mm-hmm. but it's boring whereas like if you you know rhino wants out of his fucking suit mm-hmm. so i mean like that's <laughs> yeah. that's a fair reason to want to like oh, fuck i keep getting in trouble i just want out of this shit like i don't want to fucking wear this anymore yeah but i can't get out of it so fucking someone's got to help me and now i guess i have to do some shit for him mm-hmm. yeah it makes them feel real like they're actual yeah. people because they have you know wants and needs but they also have like I'm, I'm kind of stuck in this situation. Like, it makes you empathize for them. Yeah, and the game doesn't take place as an origin story, which I fucking love. Right. And Because uh, I'm so sick of that fucking origin story. Um, and so you're existing in a world that's already been going on. It's, it's a little further into Peter Parker's uh, storyline. And so these villains he's encountered before, and we all know he's encountered them before from the comics and all that shit. So it's cool that they, they got to this point where... Um, they're bringing these villains that we know and love in into the game and their ambitions are based off of things that we kind of assume from their past from you know watching the movies reading the comic books playing prior games but uh yeah they just really tried to craft a world that's been existing and not done in a shitty way either a, a lot of games like that like to do like a big fan service like just shoehorn every single villain that they can in there. Yeah, to nothing try was and, shoehorned. Yeah, to try and like make it be like, oh, there's what's his ass, you know, and people are fucking excited to see. Uh, there's a dude with a mask and a shirt that says fucking what's his ass on it. And you know, and Arkham because Bat Bat Batman was pretty bad about that. Oh, you, you know, you'd see like a villain, you're like, oh, okay, so they just put him in there for no fucking reason, you know, other than you can look in a window and see him or something like that. Um, That's fan service, yeah. But yeah, but like. Spider-Man did it in a way where it was like fan service yet they had a reason to be around and it didn't feel like Spider-Man 3 where they just jammed too many fucking villains into something um the movie yeah yeah, yeah. so uh so it yeah garbage. it was it, it, like i i'd say they they did villains super fucking well in that game super fucking well yeah and they did in a way too that um the next game is opened up to uh i mean obviously spider-man's not short of having villains so you know they can do a whole new things and obviously people are going to want venom carnage and all that shit but um but you know these villains you know uh they they all had arcs that uh showed that they will grow into the next games as well mm-hmm. so it, they did it in a really smart way yeah so that's my second pick uh so that leaves you right yes yeah so what is your second pick? Uh, well, first off, I'm just thrilled that all three of you are giving uh, Insomniac Games so much love because they didn't get at the awards. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I've I've been a fan of that that company for a while. I never liked the part where I'm like, oh, they're amazing, but like yeah. Ratchet and Clank's always been a fun game for me, and I especially with the 
the mm-hmm. reboot uh, that they did recently. I, it was a super like polished and well done game, and then the little bit of play to Spider Man, they 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 did it again. It's a very polished and well done game. Well, and the thing that's cool about that too is Sunset Overdrive was only on Xbox and didn't do super well, and now it's finally out on PC, which is really cool to see, and hopefully get some recognition. I played it; I thought it was okay, but um, but that game kind of had me scared that Insomniac was going to go under because it did not do as well as you would hope a company as famous as Insomniac would do. So it's awesome to see that that didn't do shit to them. They just put out their best game they've ever made with Spider-Man after that. It, it, it wasn't like, well, fuck, we got to really scrounge up resources to make a game to stay relevant. They're just like, we're going to make a fucking, the, the best Spider-Man. And I legitimately mean this, the best Spider-Man game ever fucking made. And they did it so fucking confidently. So it's like, it's cool that they didn't go anywhere. And if anything, I guarantee they're just going to get bigger and better now from this. For sure. Outside of their community manager on Twitter needs to shut his fucking mouth. <laughs> Damn. That's a, a lot of companies. Yeah, I'm sick of that shit. <laughs> anyway, the game is still great. They're great. But that guy shut the fuck up. Damn. Social media in general is fucking pretty toxic for a lot of developers Yo, lately. They need to keep those people's mouths shut. You're a company, motherfucker. Anyway. They're the company? Insomniac is. The person is, yeah. You're part of that fucking company. You're the company. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking shit to people who buy your games. 100%. How can you be that dumb? Anyway. Um, yeah, so Battlefield. I'm going to be the combo breaker here. Sorry, guys. Oh, uh, motherfucker. Not, we're not sweeping through with Spider-Man. Uh, though I, I, you know, I do think it's a good game. I, I think Spider-Man... In every aspect, it's kind of like the "this is fine" category for me. Sure. So, so it's not bad. It's just obviously you have to be a real asshole to be like, oh, "Fuck that game." There's nothing wrong with it. It mm-hmm. just I also don't think it's like amazing in any part either. So, amazing Spider-Man. He is the amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, someone's gonna be like, "It's actually not that Spider-Man." Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, we got a great community. I actually think the suits in there, the amazing Spider-Man suits in there. There's anyway, lost, there's a lot of suits off track. Um, so for me, my my runner up is is uh, going to be probably uh, not that crazy of a pick. It, not too many games uh, keep me for a hundred hours, let alone two, three hundred hours uh, plus. So uh, Monster Hunter World is my my second game. Uh, it's hard for me to not even put it in my list just because of the fact that I did. Uh, it kept my attention for a very long time. I played for hundreds, plural hours. I uh, I never was bored playing it. it. Just I could fight the same exact monster over and over and over again and grind it out. And I never was in, under the thought process that, oh, here we go, I'm grinding out again. I was just playing and having fun the whole time. Uh, the game, with the exception of the weird you know gathering hub thing, the co-op just works. The fight, you know. Hmm. Uh, it adjusts to that really well, I think. Uh, and when you don't have enough people, the the Palico system uh, really works really well in that game as well. Uh, they they really built a modern day this generation Monster Hunter, uh, yep. and, and it shows in every single way where you're playing it. The game's gorgeous. the The mechanics are really well done. They, they Poogie's took, dope. They took all the cool little stuff from that you got from the the DS, you know, and they just really embraced it which i always get kind of afraid of when they're trying to uh, reach western markets with japanese games and they just were not afraid to make japanese monster hunter 
and it worked. We we played the crap out of it over here as well. So um, they got a bigger audience than just the handheld market, which was great. Yeah, I mean they they've pulled in a bunch of people who've never played a Monster Hunter mm -hmm. ever, and that's yeah. fucking awesome because Huge. Monster has been around since PS2, man. Like it's fucking mm -hmm. been around for a while, and so that they were able to make an accessible game that still we love, mm. but can be something that people, you know, you tell someone, oh, the game, you just fight monsters. And they're like, okay, well, that sounds okay. And you show them it and they're like, oh, that looks cool. And they fucking play and they like it. Like it's it's just been awesome to see the community grow and, and into the mainstream. Monsters never been fucking mainstream. No. I was gonna say when you, when you said like a this generation, like Monster Hunter, it did make me think. It seems like Monster Hunter seems like it's like catching up. Like there was never like a. It was it was that that generation for like the yeah the. It's like handheld. EDF. It's it's that it, people like it for the gameplay. Yeah. So they safely can just kind of up the textures, keep it you know basic looking, but keep the main mechanics in the game of what people want. They want to mm -hmm. hunt things. They want to gather things. They want to build shit. But this one, they actually took that fucking step, and they didn't just take like the last game and build up the graphics and add some stuff to it. They made a full-fledged fucking new game with new graphics and new technology. Yeah, going going back to one of the older like like Monster Hunters, that game was straight up. It was more of a duel. It was more of like you versus the fucking monster because there's literally nothing in the playing field. Like there's a couple things. But yeah, yeah, but not it's like they're the they're same. mostly fucking empty. Yeah, but in Monster Hunter World. Everywhere is packed with shit to yep. grab, to mine, to you know, to fuck with, to jump on the monster with. Um, well, the maps are incredibly detailed, which is amazing. You know, and of course, you're right. They, you know, the whole making it accessible for all. You know, like as I'm running by an herb, I don't have to stop and go. Mm. I can just go snatch, and then I can just keep fucking running. Even in in the middle of battle, they got rid of the Superman pose after you heal. You know, like. Because like you would just be like chugging a fucking potion, and then you're just like watching the fucking monster, like please don't hit me, yeah. and you know, and then you do the suit, the the Superman man pose, and then in this game you're like walking quickly, <laughs> chugging mm -hmm. your fucking your drink, and you're like don't don't fucking look at me, and uh, so it's like those little things I know, I know brought in people because uh, because I I remember seeing a bunch of videos when. Generations of Ultimate came out for the Switch, and they're like, "This is what's different," you know, because Monster Hunter World was like their first like Monster Hunter game. Mm. They had to and warn they... people because they're about to take a step back um, as far as like yeah. uh, tech aspects of the game go, um, not fun wise because it's still an amazing. Well, game, the but... the streamlining, I don't know if I necessarily say it brought people in, but it made it more accessible if you're gonna show the game to somebody because there's less things they have to worry about and less pacing they have to time out in their head they just you get in there and you fucking run around and i think those that's important to keep people in the game they're less discouraged because the the like in fantasy star it's really weird but fantasy star online you could just mash the button to hit things but if you timed it you got better crits. hits yeah you got crits mm -hmm. and so stuff like that it's not for everyone people some people don't want to fucking time their hits every time they play a game just like in monster hunter there's a lot of like okay now's the time to pause and do your thing because there's a whole fucking animation you got to take care of but also the monsters were less visceral in their animations and less crazy because there's a limited console now we got a console that can handle crazy animations and nergigante fucking jumping across the whole fucking map at you and shit so it makes sense to uh streamline the process and make drinking a potion something you can do while moving and just get you back into the fucking more fast paced action and so 
yeah, if you're a new person coming into it, you don't have to have someone sit you down for like 10 minutes explaining to you like when you do this, you're going to want to fucking do it at this time. It's it's just it's more natural. It's kind of like when you grab an iPhone and you just fucking get it. It just makes sense. They did a lot of um, um, streamlining to it to, to really westernize and make it more um, accessible. And they really married it uh, really well for people who are veterans of the yep. series um, because like the combat you can just do like standard com combos in the combat, but every weapon has weird little advanced tiny tech techniques, techniques to use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that'll give you that edge over the, like there's certain moves with the hammer that I only use when at certain times yeah. because it'll knock the monster out or something like that. Or, you know, um, uh, you know, or smashing its fucking face or something like that. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, little things that I've learned over time, but anybody can just jump in and start swinging the hammer around. But it's those little minute, little, uh, 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 nuances that, um, really, I think play to the veteran strengths and, um, wants and needs of a monster hunter game. Mm. So when I hand it back to you though, for your, <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, you pretty much talked about most of it. I, I just think that, um, you know, for the most part, it I had to pick it because I, I played it so much. It's it was a lot of fun the whole time I played it. It's still fun, you know, mm -hmm. when I play it now. So yeah. So is everybody on the runner ups? Mm -hmm. All of them. Mm -hmm. Anybody have anything else to say about Monster in the World? Chris, I hate it. Uh, I could segue into it if you want. Oh. Okay. Well, it's uh. Let's okay. So, we can do that. You go first. I'm gonna go second, okay. and then we'll do Chevy Josh. Josh should be last. Okay. So okay. So we're gonna hop into our game of the year, uh, which is obviously the game we pick above all the rest of them. Uh, obviously, it's been very hard for me. So I'm assuming it's been hard for you guys to pick those games. Um, if you've noticed my runners up, there's two games that should probably have been on that list in some place. So. Uh, I'll let you guess where I'm going with that, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna piss people off. So, oh god, one well, not just because I I didn't even mention one of those two games, so well, I I didn't mm. either. Um, so I have to oh, pick yeah. between them. Yeah, I picked Monster in World and fucking uh, Spider-Man. Um, so yeah, uh, if you want to give a little bit of a criteria of what why something makes your game of the year, and then go ahead and spill it on us. So. Overall, for me, a game of the year would be a game that I enjoyed the most playing and spent the most time in. Not necessarily how well the graphics are done or how well, you know, the sound is or things like that, but just my overall enjoyment of playing the game and the longevity the game has had for me. And for me, that is the segue, Monster Hunter World. Um, I've been waiting for a long time for uh, Monster Hunter to come to a console outside of, like, you know, the Wii one that was really well done. Um, and this is the, like current pinnacle of monster hunter games for me um the world has been redone where like the zones are no longer like individual loaded zones it's all one cohesive world per map and it feels like it's alive and breathing like all the animals kind of skitter about all the wildlife is there doing their own thing certain times of day there's certain animals that show up have different behaviors all the large monsters like generally in monster hunter are unique in all of their attributes like not 
no two monster even attacks similarly. Like they, they might have a tail swipe, but they all do it in different ways. They'll have different animations for them. They all have different properties to them. There's so much in depth to this game um, that it's just, it, it captured so much of my life and still does. I'm still playing it. I played it like last week. A friend of mine bought a PlayStation 4 and got Monster Hunter and I'm trying to help guide him through it. Um, and then at the same time, I'm trying to gear myself up again for the update that's coming out with the Tundra. Um, I'm still fighting the behemoth, trying to get all of the, the Final Fantasy gear. The crossover events, even though most of them are like within like the parent company of like Capcom, um, they're still great and fun events. And the gear, unlike previous Mud Hunters from crossover events, is usable. Before, it was just kind of like this, oh, fun, look at me, I can look like Dante, but let's yeah. put on my real gear now. Um, now I I play as Dante sometimes if I feel like I need like a lot of you know fire resist and I want to be able to just to smash the monster really hard. Um, there's even the 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 layered armor aspect of the game they added to this. Where now you can have not all the armors, but a lot of the armors that they add special armors um, can be cosmetically applied over gear you make and build um, already. And there's just there's so much to this game. They keep adding more. The content is constantly being pushed out. The seasonal events, well, it's different from like older Monster Hunters where like special events where like you downloaded them, you can play them all at the same time. Now they kind of have a seasonal rotation thing, which at first I was really against. I was like, I want to play it now and I want to play it when I want to play it. But now I really enjoy it. I find myself looking forward to like, oh, it's going to be Christmas soon. So they're going to have their holiday event. So I can go back and get maybe some of the gear I didn't get or get some new gear. There's just so much in depth to this game me that it's hard for me to pass it up it's 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 my game of the year mm. yeah and one thing that keeps getting mentioned when we talk about this is uh the support that they've put into the game i mean when they made this like triple a console monster in a world for everyone to enjoy including veterans and new players they also just went all the fuck in and just went we're not only going to make an awesome game we're going to support the fuck out of it mm-hmm. in the in a fair way we're going to release new content for this constantly keep people fucking loving this game it was the is the perfect fucking play um for them to do uh they just they just nailed that game that, like if, if you wanted monster hunter to succeed uh, on console and done right, they did it. I mean, you gotta you gotta imagine Capcom was borderline probably nervous to spend that kind of money on a Monster Hunter game. Probably because for mass audiences, yeah, the the audience it was it is well was uh, extremely like niche. There's yeah. literally just people who played Monster Hunter, um, and so they they really, uh, which is obviously becoming less rare, but has been rare for a long time. They took a risk. A lot of companies um, are starting to do that recently, and I'm really glad because we're getting a lot of really great things out of that again. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm thrilled that they were able to do that. So. Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled that, and it makes sense. But I'm thrilled we're all giving Monster Hunter World some love because um, it did get released earlier this year, and it did get mentioned at a lot of awards, but it didn't win a whole lot. And uh, it's it's a fantastic game, and uh, uh, just that people I know are are buying it brand new now and and being interested in it shows that it's just a game that a lot of people can can hop into and play. There's a lot of charm to it. My two games I've mentioned so far were both in the first quarter of this year. Yeah. So. Anything else, Chris? Game of the year, 2018. Yeah, it's my game of the year, and I'll probably I'll keep playing it. <laughs> 
That's, that's the thing. It came in the beginning of the year, and I've played it all the way through. I don't think there's any other games other than like MMOs mm. that I've done that with, where I play all year. Which is great because a lot of MMOs will keep your time, but they typically aren't game of the year material. You just are, are continuing your journey, where it's like Monster Hunter really nailed it as a game, and they supported it like an MMO. The MMOs mm-hmm. have the hook factor. That's what they yeah. have. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they want like, oh, you you leveled up. Here's yeah. some new shit coming. You want to get the re- next level, and you get to go further and get some new gear. Well, you got to keep playing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Monster Hunter, uh, really doing the almost like games as a service, but not quite. It doesn't feel cheap when they release new stuff. For sure, uh, it always feels intended and 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 well balanced mm-hmm. um, and exciting. They do a really good job with getting the community excited about new stuff. So it's, it's definitely a project of love for them. 100%. I mean, if you look at the Behemoth fight, they they took so many aspects of Final Fantasy uh, fourteen. Super respectful, like, yeah. But yeah, it's just like then there's meteors that will hit the ground, they'll stay on the ground. And then it has this super mega move called Comet. And if you don't hide behind the meteors, it's an instant wipe. Just like it would be in most Final Fantasy games. It's this huge hulking monster that just could one shot you at any moment. And a doesn't tanking mechanic that doesn't exist in any other fight. So Right, right. It's got a, a threat meter mm-hmm. of its own, which is really crazy. Yeah. <sighs> I want to play it right now. <laughs> I actually almost hopped on it last night. Which is oh. kind of weird, yeah, because I haven't played it since it came out. That's when I play, put all my time in, was the first like week or two. Yeah, I know you've been playing recently. I'm pretty sure, have you dabbled in it recently? He's yeah. been flirting I'll with say it. i the three of us would probably all have to warm back up. I've like, been really flirting with the idea. Yeah. yeah. But I always do, but that's a lot of games anymore. I'm just at the point this year where I finally can fucking take a breather. I've, I've beaten everything pretty much that I really cared about. So it's nice that I can finally go like, you know what, I can fucking <laughs> just play whatever the fuck I want now. <laughs> Though I am pretty pissed off that Black Ops Four is fucking killing it with like content and stuff like that because I'm like, I really want to get through that and play it and stuff like that. I'm like, fuck, but I have like EDF Five came out and shit like that. And any I sneak that I in every once in a while. Yeah, and any game I want to catch up on, I'm like, god damn it. Shout so, out to EDF Five. It's it's a fantastic and very fun game, but it's not game of the year. Oh, no, but, but it's it's great. It's fucking dope. It's mm-hmm. dope as shit. Um, also, shout out to Black Ops. Uh, it's fun. I I play it way too much mm-hmm. i think i'm like almost prestige six now so yeah that's wild yeah that's fucking stupid <laughs> i'm like almost, i'm like in the 40s right now my i think that's prestige. the highest prestige you've ever gotten any included ever yep yeah that tier system they added really made that game fucking uh crack sometimes i'm not even enjoying myself i'm just playing it <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like pissed off i'm like i gotta get that fucking tier dude I'll say that that's literally that, that MMO hook right there. Yep, yep. I was grinding. I I'm that's what that's fourteen what it, earlier. It's fucking, it's a grind. I'm just like I gotta get that fucking tier. One more match. One more match. Yep. It's the crazy thing about Black Ops Four. Real fast. I don't mean to interrupt anything. Is is that if you get tired of one part, the the multiplayer or whatever the hell you're playing, there's two other almost full fucking games there that you can just jump into. Yeah. All and, competitive. And when you're playing hardcore like I do constantly and you're starting to feel burnt out because you just knocked out three prestiges in the last two weeks, um, I hopped over the core to core and there's more game modes there. And I started playing heist and uh, the safeguard safeguard and I'm having a blast again. So uh, that game's also not game of the year in any means, but uh, it, it is uh, a very fun and uh, more addictive uh, call of duty and uh I recommend it if you like online shooters. If you don't, don't play it. You're not going to like it. Um, but yeah, 
don't know how we got on the topic of those games. We were talking about Monster Hunter World and how it is borderline games of service, and then oh, yeah. did shout outs to EDF and Call of Duty. Yeah. So we're all good? Yeah. Yeah. So I can move into mine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so 2018 has been a really fucking rough year because it's been full of fantastic games, as we keep mentioning multiple games. And every time I come up with my uh, runners-up, I have to mention other games because, like I said, I literally feel dirty uh, not mentioning them. I feel bad. I feel like I have to take a shower because they deserve to be mentioned. They're so fucking good. But there's other games that are just a little better. And my game of the year, uh, there's two big high-profile games that came out this year, bigger than everything else. And I have to pick one of the two. And the other one could have made my runners-up, but I feel like some of those games really needed to be mentioned more so. Um, and yeah, so uh, my pick for Game of the Year, uh, which is really interesting, very very funny that uh, it's such an easy pick for me. And when I first play it, played it, I knew it was Game of the Year, and it never changed, and I never got swayed from it in any way. Uh, God of War is my Game of the Year, 100%. I remember playing through it, and I was like, this is not only Game of the Year, it's one of the best games made in the last couple years. Uh, It is a fantastic pinnacle of AAA development, a masterclass in every fucking way, uh, from game design, gameplay, storytelling, uh, visionary uh, um, world uh, of a fantasy Norse uh, mythology, it, it is just the pinnacle of, of game. It's the reason that that uh, games as as uh, creative form uh, exist. It pushes the bar up so high. Last time I felt this way about a game was probably Last of Us, which is high praise for me because Last of Us is one of my favorite games I ever made. Um, and God of War, I've said it. I, I alluded to it a little bit uh, before um, this episode that uh, God of War is one of those games that comes out every once in a while that you, when you're going back through the eras of uh, consoles uh, and you talk about the greats, uh, for me, it's part of that discussion. When you talk about Melgar Solid, when you talk about Final Fantasy VII, uh, when you talk about like Halo, uh, whether you like that or not, it's one of those great games that, that comes up. Um, we talk about The Last of Us. Uh, I think God of War absolutely um, is part of that discussion and should be um, that I'm seeing it winning game of the year on IGN and winning game of the year at the game awards is amazing. Cause typically I, my pick doesn't make it uh, and I can normally speculate on what's going to win. Mm-hmm. And I thought red dead redemption two would win and it deserved to win hundred um, percent just like God of war deserved to win. So I was very happy to see God of war winning. Um, and I'm glad to see that it resonated with people so much that they're so passionate to vote for it to win because it came out on one console, one console. Yeah. So people who, who either had access to play it or who were who only on PS4 or, or uh, you know, not playing on, um, or people on Xbox who don't have a PS4, the people on PS4 had to vote for it and enough of them voted for it and it won, which is insane. It's awesome to see that. Um, cause it is, it is the, I keep saying pinnacle, but like it doesn't get as fucking pure as God of War when it comes to passion. You listen to Corey Barlog talk about this game, and he is this, he believed in it so much, and he risked so much with it. And even when they first early developed it, um, I forgot the guy who, who runs uh, Sony, he came in, he wasn't into it. He's like, I don't really, I don't think it's that fun. And they had to restructure it uh, in, a, in a way to, to make it more fun to play. But, um, but yeah, I hold it up there with like, it's just a visionary experience, uh, completely enthralled. And the thing that's insane about this is I am not a God of War fan. 
when it comes to the series as a whole. I don't care about the prior trilogy, and I respect it, but I've never liked it. I always thought it was ridiculous. Uh, the mythology's neat, but I, Kratos never worked for me as a character. And what they did with Kratos in this game is fucking insane, because not only do I think he's an awesome character, he's still the same character from the last three games. And they did it in such an interesting way that I see him as... Uh, he just as the people who made the game and the, the maturity of the game, it, it has grown, so is he as a character. And all the things that he did in the past and all the crazy, ridiculous things and all the murder and shit, they have, they have made that a part of his character in the new game. Uh, they could have rebooted the whole thing, and this was a soft reboot in a sense, but it still is the same storyline. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking fantastic. Um, the storyline I can't talk about, I'm not gonna, because I, I, you really got to experience it. But for me, I keep equating it to like back when I still liked Star Wars a lot. Um, I still like the prior ones, obviously. Um, when you when or any epic when Lord of the Rings came out or anything like that, you'd watch this crazy epic story unfold with twists and turns and characters you get invested with who have uh, character arcs. They grow. You want to know where they're going. Uh, people you, you care about what happens to them. Villains you want to know why that what their ambition is, and then the fucking end comes and you have so much more to want to know about what's going to happen next you're speculating you're like oh shit they opened it up this was the beginning of a bigger storyline and if we know anything from the prior trilogy we know this is going to get big um and they really just nailed it i beat god of war and i fucking i was like somebody beat it i got to talk to somebody about this like it's it's so <laughs> fucking good um and uh and and i'm glad to see that that obviously i knew you were gonna beat it but you fucking you beat it, I beat it. um and uh and it's just it's just a masterclass in fucking gaming devel in development. Um, I could talk about it all day, uh, but yeah, the combat is bad. I should talk about the gameplay a little bit. Fucking the combat's <laughs> fucking fantastic, and I'm just talking about the idea of God of War um, as as just a, a piece. Um, the combat's awesome. It's visceral. It has uh, ways to. Um, add certain things to your combos it gets really technical and you can get really fucking creative with the way you fight things it's way more complicated than i assumed it would be especially coming from the prior series that was essentially a hack and slash uh this really makes the combat just like you're grabbing people and fucking punching them in the head throwing them and uh throwing your axe at people and other weapons you might get later uh, i'm sure you know about but i don't want to be that guy um and it has it has surprises that that come up. You generally get surprised. It has great pacing and its gameplay and its reveals and items that you get later in the game that feel like rejuvenating to your experience. You've been playing this long and then something new gets added like later in the game. You're like, whoa! I have a whole new thing to do now. Um, the the uh, character development between uh, Kratos and Boy um, Atreus is fantastic i figured it would be because those kind of stories always resonate with me i love stories that are kind of based off like the road like the last of us where it's somebody who's protecting uh someone who's younger who they have to train for this world that when they're not around they need to be prepared for it's that kind of story although now we're dealing with gods so it's like like you know kratos as a god has to be uh it, it's just different feeling it's it's fresh feeling which is awesome um and yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about it. It's it's in every way. The graphics are fucking fantastic. Like we can talk about Red Dead Redemption 2, which absolutely uh, should be on people's game of the year list. 100%. It should be their game of the year. Um, but when we talk about technical marvel, yes, they pushed it further with the, the vast amount of things they put in that fucking world. But the gameplay for me, 
um, was expected gameplay. Uh, God of War is a more linear experience, but the graphics are fucking insane. The vision is insane. The spectacle is insane. The set pieces are fucking insane. I was absolutely wowed so many times in that game. I just would watch a scene and I'd be like, I can't believe this. Someone thought this up and they did it. Um, and that's just such a, a such a feat for not even games, but film or anything. Visualizing larger than life um, <laughs> concepts. Uh, the humor's good in it. The characters are good in it. Um, it's it's just fantastic. It's a fantastic game, and it's gonna live on. It's gonna have a legacy of being one of the great games uh, ever made. And I think it, I can't not pick it for my game of the year. So that's my verbal puking. I could go on. Um, one thing. I mean, um, you know, I'll 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 just pass until. That's my turn. Uh oh, it's revealing. All right, so um, but hold on, I want to say one thing real quick yeah. though. Shout out to Red Dead Redemption Two. It was rivaling um, uh, God of War, and it should have made my um, runners up, but it wasn't. It doesn't deserve to be down there. It's alongside God of War. Just God of War uh, resonated with me. Whereas when I beat Red Dead Redemption Two, I really fucking loved it. Had slow parts for me and gameplay elements that I thought were um, aged, um, but or haven't aged very well. Um, but the story and the characters in that were fantastic as well. But um, yeah, God of War, I just left it wanting more from it. it. It still resonates with me. It's a story I still want to talk about. So that's the reason why I did not pick Red Dead Redemption 2, but I definitely encourage and hope a lot of you did pick Red Dead Redemption 2 because it absolutely deserves to be game of the year as well. People 100% did. Uh, you go into uh, Twitter or any forum or anything yeah. uh, when they're discussing uh, the Game Awards or IGN's pick, and uh, it, it was literally just people going, oh, Red Dead got robbed, blah, blah, blah. Well, it didn't necessarily get robbed. Uh, ever, it'd be hard to say that, uh, uh, like you keep saying, that one uh, isn't deserving and the other. Than the That's other, my so. thing, man. Like I don't want anyone coming out of this video thinking that I that I, I did pick God of War over it, but um, I am also acknowledging that it deserves to be Game of the Year, um, mm-hmm. 100%. So I'm with you. If you pick it for Game of the Year, I agree with you. Like, it, it should be. Me personally, though, God of War just did it for me more. But they're both fucking masterclass games. Um, just God of War was just something new, something uh, explored that hasn't been explored. And I really just feel the fucking passion for that game. You can tell the people who made it love that game and just wanted it to do well that's why when you hear them talk about it and, and they get the praise that they're just like so blown away because like you could tell they really cared about this fucking game and it paid off and it's awesome it's fucking awesome for sure yeah. but red dead redemption 2 absolutely is great hopefully some of you picked it i know you did and no one got robbed this year has been stupid it's not like you know zelda came out and you knew it was going to win because it's zelda it's like there's so many contenders i would almost feel like like Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, like those almost got robbed because they had to go. Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World did get robbed. Yeah, because they had to go up against huge fucking behemoths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're greats themselves. Like, yeah, like Spider-Man. Any other year, if it did not have Red Dead Redemption Two or fucking uh, God of War, would have won. Monster Hunter World had a had for the first time ever a chance to fucking win big this year because they nailed it so hard. And those games came out this year. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking chance. That's fuck. 
Like, Red Dead Redemption 2 and God of War, there's nobody who could have fucking even rivaled them. Spider-Man, I keep saying, is in this weird area where it's better than almost every game that came out this year, but it's not better than those two. So it just got <laughs> stuck in limbo. Yeah. So unfair to Insomniac. They so deserved huge recognition for that game. And But just had two, two fucking behemoths. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 was an event. Oh, yeah. It's years in the making. People have just been like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It came out and it's fantastic, and people loved it online different story but um but yeah god of war was just a fucking just a fucking treat man like i didn't expect to love it that much i watched all the videos like this looks cool and i played i was like holy shit they fucking knocked out of the park i am a god of war fan which is bizarre i love that game who would have thought yeah not me go back i'm gonna go back in time and tell me like you're gonna pick in 2018 God of War as your game of the year. I'm like, the fuck I am. What are you talking about? God of War sucks. So, yeah, Chevy, what is your game of the year, and what goes into your game? Of the- I don't think I really said that, you but didn't. but yeah, I've explained it before. It's about what hits me, what stays with me. God of War did that. Uh, that flavor didn't go away. I mean, so what goes into my game of the year? We kind of touched on it uh, in a prior episode, but in case this you didn't watch the episode. Um, it's not obviously a black and white thing. A lot of people like kind of drive hard points like, oh, I got my, my money's worth time-wise, yeah. uh, or it was graphically amazing, or the online was great. Um, well, and to that point real quick, um, that, that's, that it's funny that some people really worry about the, the money and time investment, and, and some people don't have the same means as other people, so when they buy a game, they want to last, which makes complete sense. 100%. But like I play a game like, and another shout-out, A Way Out. A Way Out was a $30 game, and it was 10 hours. And I fucking, I would have gave them 60 bucks for that fucking experience. I loved it. Yeah, there, there's not a whole lot of games like that one, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, and I, mean, I would encourage everyone to play that game. 100%. So, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> big one for me, and Seth kind of said it too, and I think, I think any, most people would have to say this unless you just play games to be addicted to them. Um, some people do is is fun the game has to be fun first and foremost there has to be something about it that's fun i do enjoy addictive qualities in games it's what keeps you right uh especially the whole game as a service model but uh when you're you're doing you know short burst games or even even upwards of let's say like 40 to 60 hours the game has to be fun the whole time otherwise you're going to put it down here and play something else so that's that's a huge factor for me um you know 60 dollars is the standard uh, and I, you're going to get a 10-hour game. You're going to get a fucking 700-hour game. It, it's going to be all over the place. So it's really Big hard game. for me to kind of say time versus money. Um, that works more for t- games of service games for me and not uh, all games. So um, I also think that uh, when you play a game, you can tell a company made it or people made it. And that might be kind of weird, but that does play into mine a lot as well. I like to, when I play a game, feel like there was people behind the game instead of just a machine creating a product for me. Which is why Assassin's Creed isn't on my list. It is fantastic, but it feels algorithmic. It feels like they they changed some structures that worked before in a good way, but it still feels like, you know, it's a game that's built to, everyone's going to like this. That's why I think a game like Call of Duty can't be game of the year. I agree. So I play the fuck out of Call that of Duty. is a designed game to uh, do what it's doing to you, which is essentially give you constant dopamine hits. Yep. So, 100%. Um, so with that, um, just to 
Oh, one other thing I have to say. If you notice, if you've been following the channel for a while, I usually have a trend of, I usually really enjoy Japanese games. And a large part of that is because uh, Western games are more grounded usually, more realistic. Japanese games are very like out there and larger than life. And I think that really speaks volumes. You do see it in Western games a little bit. Last year, Horizon Zero Dawn. 100%. Very larger than life. Very cool game. I very imaginative. It. I loved it, yep. Um, which brings me to this year, which following up Seth is God of War. God of War is so much larger than Western games usually do. Um, and because it's a Western game, it has all those uh, things you expect from a Western game. The smooth gameplay, the storytelling is more um, how to, harmonious as it goes through and less uh, convoluted. Um, oh, yeah. I dude, love Japanese games, well. but we usually tell stories sm- sm- smoother here. <laughs> yeah. um, More cinematic. For sure. Um, and that's coming from me saying Nier Automata was my game of the year last year. That, I mean, that story is you have to be paying attention. So, um, and I I can literally sit here and say everything that Seth said. So, I, I'm not going to do that because you don't want to stay here all day, I'm sure. So, I'm going to just highlight they some do. things that. They want to hang out. <laughs> Uh, well, I just want to highlight some, some major points for me that really kind of stuck out for me. It is a, a memorable game. I There's no point in my life I'm going to go, what was that game I played on PS4? Really? No, God, the God of War is, is up here. It's stuck there forever. It was... What's that boy game? Yeah, it, it that boy? made an impression. You don't want to say that out loud. Um, <laughs> the scale is absolutely amazing to uh, behold when you're playing the game. Uh, the The example which... I would give without um, doing storyline stuff is you when you get to the lake and the world serpent out yes the world serpent but even throughout the progress of the game the level design um, constantly changes and these areas become even larger somehow they do that yeah the world you're existing in and exploring expands in a really interesting way that reminds me of something between dark souls and zelda mm-hmm and it's 100 percent. i've used the example before with this this is adult zelda yeah or mature zelda yeah. would be a good way to put that um it is the same type of game if you're a zelda fan and you like mature con you're, you're okay with mature content this is that game yeah um uh, characters are great every voice actor is great the story is great none of the characters feel shallow um seth said it already twists and turns unexpected things happen in the story and it leaves you wanting more. There's questions at the end, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, and you can tell as a passion project. And there's a reason he cried when the reviews came out. Because he did put it in uh, his whole self into the game. And when you play it, you feel like people made this game. And yeah, it, I think that resonates. It's so, a passion project. For sure. On a huge scale. Um, combat is great. I'm usually not a huge fan of super combo heavy games i usually kind of pick something that works and do it and i still kind of did with this game but um later in the game when you have more options to be vague um, i did find myself actually finally switching around and doing other things so um even for someone as resistant as me just trying to get through the game i did finally start playing around with the the more technical aspects of the combat so um yeah i mean I, i really can't i don't think i could say enough good things about this game it it deserves uh, everything it's gotten and more. So, one thing I was going to say real quick about the combat and s- kind of sticking with the combo because it works. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of games like that, that's exactly what what happens for me. Mm-hmm. Is I'm like, all right, this does the most damage. I get hit the less when I use it. Dynasty Wars. 
Fuck it. Bioshock. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's yeah. games that, that follow that very linear combo system. Mm-hmm. Um, God of War was one of the first games in a long time where I can literally use anything. It was all effective. And I didn't feel like um, that I was shoehorned into using one combo just because it was the best combo. I almost felt like the the enemies, too, almost um, incentivized you to have to switch up your combos. You could mm-hmm. go any route, and I did sometimes. But other times I would switch shit up because of the enemies I was fighting, which was a good thing. Because it does seem like, and even like when you go online, people are like, the best build in this game or the best gun. And there's always that aspect in this game. It definitely uh, wants you to try different techniques mm-hmm. and hop around a bit which i really appreciate because i hate having the end all be all it makes a game really boring for me when i find the thing that works every time for sure so uh not only is there things i want to do but the game also with the enemies uh will switch out you know like elements and stuff like that now i gotta switch up my weapon which you know kind of reminds me of the witcher in a sense um because in that you have two different swords for different types of enemies and shit and different spells this takes a note from that um and uh and yeah that, that is definitely in a more the combat never feels like you're just hitting the button and killing everything you're thinking about every move you're making you're thinking about every move they're making which is awesome and uh and yeah. yeah you have to constantly pay attention mm-hmm. yeah but not in a annoying way yep. you know what i mean like yeah. i i hate um because sometimes i just want to come home and play a video game and i don't want to think too hard and even though god of war does make you think I never felt like I was being stressed out to think until you get to the post game. Yeah, it's, it's not like you're you're so. playing fucking Civ or fucking some game where you got to really be paying attention to your skill tree because it's Dark massive. Souls. Path of Exile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing you, got, you, you think in that game every time you ding, you're like, oh, hold on. Yeah, I got a, I got a fucking plan for my I'm future. Town portal back to fucking town and see because I, I this is gonna take a minute. Path of Exile, yeah, it's like planning for your kid's future, going to college and shit. How much you gotta fucking save up? <laughs> With that, I'm like, I'm about to level. I need to figure this out. <laughs> well, yeah. so game of the year. Yeah, for sure. That it's I for me, it, it was obvious. Anything come sure. close? No. Which is awesome to hear because I I knew you're gonna like it, but after you beat it, you seem to have been really. Uh, into the experience, which is cool to hear. Well, I mean, and like I already said, I, I'm huge in Japanese games because they, they're not afraid to just be huge and larger than life. They're not afraid to be video games. Yeah, and um, a lot of Western games are, are trying to be movies, which is great too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I can watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I've played games where I'm like, that could have been a movie. I would have watched it. it yeah, dope. for sure. Well, and, and I think a great example of that is... Um, I order know, 1886 i really don't want to get hate for this but like i'm not a fan of playing metal gear solid right but i've yeah, watched hate you for me right now dog i've watched <laughs> you play every one of them um so good and, so good and it was an enjoyable so experience good. for me because jesus christ my life's changed I, those games. and actually last of us is another example of that it's a that's something i got oh. to watch and i i feel like i still got the experience right yeah you don't have to play that um you know, and then as far as like Japanese games, or in the case of a couple Western games now, like Horizon Zero Dawn and, and God of War, um, I feel like I'm playing a video game. It still has serious tones and it's believable, mm-hmm. but it is very much fantasy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like just that. just when I was saying the risk of of going in a fantasy direction that no one else is really doing with with like Norse mythology mm-hmm. and and all the Thor and Odin shit, people have touched that lightly and in like a very 
you know, expected way where they're going to have oh, the yeah. horn helmets and all that shit. Same thing every time with everybody. But this yeah. feels so much like Lord of the Rings of that shit. Like, it's just grounded and feels like this world exists. And, like, uh, there's just, like, stakes. And there's this darker element that the prior God of Wars did really well with their Greek mythology where yeah. there's the darker element to, like, the gods are fucking shitty. And Kratos has has done shitty and horrible things to kill these awful fucking people who don't, you know, it's not from a human perspective, those mm-hmm. games. Humans don't fucking matter to these people. And uh, and it's just really cool to see that carried over into this. You're 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 experiencing a world through the eyes of gods. Uh, the the enemies in God of War are all really hateable characters that are just really you really love fucking just throwing them through shit. But they're also they they have reasons and they have like their own arcs and the reasons they exist and the reason sure. they're doing things and like a whole family tree that's really fucking interesting that you're off, fucking with. Yeah, when they come off like at first in the game, very like almost simple, you know what I mean? And and because they do a good job with character development, they do become very complex characters by the end. Well, it's so. cool too because they're all they're all coming from the god perspective. So like they don't view the world in a way that we would. Mm-hmm. It's not a challenging world to live in. It's just easy because they're gods. They do whatever the fuck they want, and you challenge them. They ex- they they expect more from you to to a certain extent from the lore they've heard, and eventually they they get what the fuck they're they they expect uh and you challenge their existence and they suddenly get to feel what it's like to be human real threat real real life threatening stakes real fucking quick too yeah and it's <laughs> and it's just a really cool thing to see these pompous assholes uh finally have something uh, some kind of stake in their life that they're like holy shit there's something that that might actually challenge me in my life and it's just a really cool thing to see from you know a character that's not running off of ego uh, just doing what has to be done. Um, it's so fucking cool. I'm getting chills just thinking about that fucking game right now. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God of War is great. Play it. <laughs> play it. Mr. Didn't play it this year. <laughs> He's too busy playing. He's too busy making characters in Soul Calibur. All characters. Joshua, what goes into your game of the year? Um, and what is it? So you have five seconds. What goes into my game of the year is God of War. Uh, so what goes into my game of the year is whenever I is I like I like little sneaky treats. So like um, <laughs> Scooby snacks. So like stuff like Where they like come from like Red Dead Redemption Two. I knew that was coming. Uh, you know I, I I knew that that was you know like okay that game's gonna be really fucking good. It's gonna hit a lot. You know it's gonna hit those check marks. Hundred percent. Um, you know, games like that, I'm not as interested for my game of the year because I I, I know they're gonna be fucking good. It fulfilled know, what you wanted and yeah. more, but still was expected. Yeah. Um, like Yakuza Zero, I never had a whole lot of experience with the series, um, and but that game brought me into it. I'm now a fucking fan of Yakuza, and I want to play them all. And me too. You know, it, it really brought me into it. Um, God of War, my game of the year for 2018, uh, did the same thing. I did not give a fuck about God of War 1, 2, and 3. I thought they were cheesy, and I thought the the whole violence is selling thing was dorky. Um, I never 
enjoyed them at all. I tried to play to play God God of War one. I got like a quarter of the way through. And I was like, fuck this. Um, but God of War, but I'm gonna call it God of War four. Um, yeah, that's fun. God of War brought me into the series. I give off. I I care about Kratos now, and I care about his journey from here on out. I will always now be a fan of God of War until you know something bad happens. If something bad happens, but bad women with prosthetics. But it does. It brought me into the into the series. It was a complete, like I said, sneaky treat. Uh, in twenty, it's mm, tasty. Eighteen that I can enjoy and have it not be my expectations not already set, and I'm just checking off boxes now. Mm. It was like something that that that, that, that I was like, this is fucking awesome. We, you know, I wanted, I wanted to fucking play it. I think you played it before I did. I beat it before, yeah. I, and, I um, fucking flew through it. And you told me to play it. Reviews were saying, fuck, this is good. I was like, well, shit. I mean, I, I, I'll i try it out. And I turned, and the very beginning fight in the beginning of the game with Boulder, I knew. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm beating this fucking game ASAP. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, really, that's really quite cool a way to open the game, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like... It showed that Kratos is still a badass. He's still a god, and he's Rusty. not. A, and he's not afraid to fucking to to rumble. Yeah. And that whole, as much as he doesn't really want to do it, that whole game, it, it and it brings back his character from the 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 old days. Yeah. He'll fucking kill if he if yeah. he need, needs to. It's not as relentlessly as he used to be. Yeah. Because he has matured. Um, yeah, there's a mature brutality to it. Yeah, so... Uh, it's less about punishing and more about just getting the fuck rid of the threat. Yeah, so it was very, um, very good, very nice surprise. And it, and, it, and like I said, it made me a fan of this series for life. It's a sneaky treat. And, um, <laughs> and I really enjoyed the soft... It was, it was a very soft, open world. Um, it wasn't yeah. like you were able to do whatever the hell you wanted, but it did guide you in, in, in ways that didn't make it like, here's the world, go fucking do something. In, in ways that allowed me to beat it. Yeah, and and that's yeah. the thing. And uh, so I got to give it prop, props for that because one of the things I know you don't like is how open open worlds are because you just get lost in all the hustle and bustle. I can barely mm-hmm. play Red Dead. So. Um, the, the absolute epic scale of the whole goddamn thing was insanity. Um, from the world serpent to a few uh, other bosses and set set pieces, I was like, "What the fuck!" Like, and not in a bad way. It was more like a "Holy shit, this is insane!" Way. Um, and sometimes it's just the scenery. Many, many, oh, yeah. many oh, yeah, times. Uh, Even the world serpents like, in different positions. I'm just like looking at it like, man, that's fucking cool. Right. Yeah, the uh, not the the chisel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Like that part was really fucking cool. I mean, the whole fucking um, around the end segment set pieces are just so fucking huge and epic. With going, like emotional stakes. It's going amazing. to the different realms yeah. was really cool because you hear all about these, you know, dropping, uh, just in general, dropping Kratos into just another uh, uh, mythos, you know, of gods and, and stuff like yeah. that where they can New really, region. yeah, where they can explore him more. Because if they put this game back in Greek, I you know I mean like where the fuck are they gonna go with it? You know well, like I'd love he, to see what they did with this in that area now, but yeah, it's that's part of the story's over. They yeah. somehow also managed to marry different mythos 
into a world as if they all coexist at the same time too. Yeah, which is fucking which is dope. insanity. Yeah, it's like a different region of gods, which is really cool. And what you're saying about the, which I never touched on, the different locations. Uh, again, when I said it's a visionary game, they they take you to these places you everybody's heard about. You know, fucking Helheim, Elfheim, mm-hmm. um, Mifelheim, Mifelheim, yeah. Uh, and seeing like you know where you know where mythology starts with the whole idea of hell, Helheim. Their idea and their visual style of it is so fucking alien and so realized when you're there and, and barely a spoiler, but like you see this giant fucking raven out in the distance, which really doesn't get, they don't like sit there and explain it to you and hold your hand about you it, shit. but it's there. And if you look it up, that's, that's part of the whole mythology of it. Yeah. And he's like the keeper of souls or something and it's, like that. And it's fucking eerie and you feel like you are in this <laughs> mythical world and where it's like so fucking big like yeah. you're you're like looking at it, you're like that's pretty big and then you get kind of closer to it you're like jesus christ and you never yeah. get that close yeah, yeah. well yeah and <laughs> you feel like you're you're huge. on this epic fucking adventure um, through different realms yeah even getting to the realms is such a neat idea mm-hmm. of rotating that whole fucking like yeah uh, the whole lake. island yeah it's so cool yeah, and um, only Kratos can fucking strong on that Sorry, shit. Chris. Yeah, <laughs> He's just um, so lost. there's so much that game, man. You're, you're not remembering this. Yeah, like the the mythos aspect of it. Like I can kind of understand what's happening, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's a game yeah. I didn't play, so <laughs> just no game. No game has has journeyed to those areas in mythology, and they did, and they fucking just killed it. You know, and how like even the and even in the very beginning, they hint to twists it towards towards the end. Or, or towards the middle of the game and stuff like that and if if you're paying attention and look you're like oh shit mm-hmm. um you know it's not just like a detail they added like later well there's sh- there's shit that's throughout the whole game that you look at constantly and at the end it fucking tells you what that was mm-hmm. and you're like whoa yeah. yeah uh uh whatever his ass is the um the satyr mm. um you know the guy you uh, oh god i forgot his name yeah, attitude, but the the he's like he's like the wise the the, yeah. the sage. Or the, he's such it? a cool. Without talking the about sage, him yeah. physically, um, such a cool part of the game that really, the the set pieces are amazing. But even the in between stuff, there's always dialogue happening. You're always part of the story that's happening. There's no part where the characters are just like, and then they go into like you're wasting time. Fucking animation where they're tapping their foot and checking their watch. Like they're always talking and saying Every shit about everything that's moment. happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get to a point where you have multiple people on your journey who are all talking and stuff. You feel like th- this is actually happening and you're and you're witnessing it. Yeah, the boat the boat rides were always we're not never, boring. Yeah, we're never like and uh, a leg up over Red Dead. We're never like because uh, the horse journeys in Red Dead were just. I had a plan. They talk. That's a good boy. Good boy. You know, and like, and they they did, but like, it wasn't like God of War where they were like. Chris feels violated. Atreus is like, is like, hey, tell me a story from of your time, and then Kratos would tell him a story. And they and they even did it to where like if you got out of the boat and you got back in, they're like, all right, where was I? Or, that's one thing you know, that, they'd be like, anyways. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I have to give credit to Red Dead though as well though. They did a really amazing job that if you interrupt a discussion, there was multiple ways that they'd start that mm-hmm. discussion back mm-hmm. up. They're like, they're like, okay, get back on your horse. Okay, so where was I? Oh yeah, and then they fucking mm-hmm. start talking, and it's a great. That is. It's a, so cool to see that in games now. Yeah, and it's see, super rare. It's crazy. Yeah, it's one just, one thing new. I will give yeah. Red Dead is how many 
fucking they, they had a voice line for literally everything in that yeah, fucking dude, game. Everyone's talking all day, every day about everything that fucking was in that world. Yeah. So. Tactical Marvel. But uh I digress. Um Digress Tyson. The the way that the world very softly reset, you know, as you got to those different stages and added more to it. Um, being able to change out his armor, which I thought yeah, the, 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 all the customization dope. of him, of his weapons, stats, you know, of Atreus. It was pretty reminiscent of the way they did it in Horizon, but yeah. 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 Um, you know, uh, the, how visceral the, the, the combat was, you said very mature, Mm -hmm. uh bruta brutality yeah. there was like when you threw your axe into somebody and went <clears throat> like it was a fucking sound where you throw them up in the air and throw your fucking axe at them and they're doing cartwheels and shit into mm -hmm. stuff like it's doing intense. your 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 cooldown moves which mm -hmm. change and you can upgrade and it had so much versatility and how you wanted to play the game and how you wanted to fight things uh how you had to change how you fucking fought things the combat in that game was top fucking notch. And, uh, but there was not really a, like Spider-Man, there was not really anything in that game that I would have considered hard on normal difficulty, at least. Um, I had a problem with one element, with th those elementals. Did you fight any Valkyries? Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, fought pretty two, or, two or three of them. And they, I, I've they, beaten I, two and then the third one. And it's funny, every guide, I, I, I read a guide You know, after that. I was like, what the fuck am I missing? And they're like, yeah, so just heads up, they're all like this now. The first two are kind of and your entry point. <laughs> the Valkyries yeah. is so cool that there's end game content yeah. to keep uh, striving towards. New game plus, but also like... The Valkyries are all different, all fucking badass looking. Like I, you always see like pictures you, of Valkyries. You have to spec out for them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but I was just impressed with their design too. Oh, they're like they made them fucking cool as shit looking, mm -hmm. and not in like an expected like oh it's, it's a fucking person with some it's wings. Armor like, with a they, wing they look fucking shit. scary. Yeah. Like you feel like you're like running into like some ancient relic that just is a fucking ass kicker. Like you see him, you're like, oh shit, I gotta fight that. You're like you're Kratos. They you look are at super him and you're intimidating. Like, and you're like, ooh, ears. fuck. Like the slow, like just like waking up and getting ready to just annihilate you. Like they're so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was almost like they were like almost like angels yeah. that are like waking. From yeah, there's slumber. something kind of um, and then you know, angelic about them. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like those those end game bosses were you know they they were gnarly. Um, I beat three and I was like, fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, I, like you guys. I can't say enough fucking good good things about that game. I feel like we could go on forever. I mean, the, Luckily, the Dwarven Brothers were cool. Yep. I really I really like their weird stories. Yep. And how one of them was just this asshole, and then and then the yeah, other one, a bitch. And well, the other one was very <laughs> like germaphobe. Yeah. This is almost turning into a God of War review, but um. Because we're really dissecting this, and I'm glad that when you guys did your did your picks for this, you're bringing up shit that I really didn't. I mean, I was talking about mostly the idea, and you guys are really getting into those fucking nitty gritty points. And when I said like the humor is good, like there is obviously humor there um, with all the characters in some sense that's fitting. But those two characters really were kind of like a reprieve, a nice like break from the oh yeah the epic story of like when you run into them. They're they're both completely different, but they're also both kind of assholes as well. Oh yeah, in their own ways. Like one guy's like, "Don't fucking touch me!" Like get and like <laughs> take your hands off the thing, and then you go to hand him. He's like, "I'm not touching that shit." <laughs> and the other guy's like, "Hey, fucker!" And it's like they're just like they they feel like brothers, and it's cool to see their story kind of uh, develop. 
uh, it's its own thing mm -hmm. on top of many things that are happening in the game that just makes the game feel so fucking big. Yeah, it was just uh, that world was was a step into Norse like like mythos. Uh, it's been seeing, done better than anything I've seen in anything. Uh, Thor's children and, um, you know, and like hinting at Valhalla and... Um, there, there's so much shit they didn't even touch. Uh, characters they didn't touch that, that they're they're saving. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't shoot their wad yeah. early for everything. Realms like, that you can't, you don't have access to. Yeah, yeah. Like in the big fucking Kratos turn machine. Um, That's turn machine, dude. I think that's his. You know. Turntable dog. <laughs> He's up there on the ones and twos. Even the the side quests were fun. Like the dwarves were like, hey, go get me this. You know, and then you'd have to go down and do it through a cavern and get something for them. And it was that was a whole experience. It, it was a fetch quest technically, but there was it was so well done in God of War fashion that it was like I, I didn't feel like I, I was like I was like, Yeah, I'll fucking get you to I'll do the honks. Well, whatever. And the dialogue was worth it alone. Mm -hmm. Going on these things, you got more dialogue and more character development. Also, I hate puzzles in games. Not because of difficulty or whatever. Like, finishing a puzzle does not do anything for me when I'm done. I don't feel any kind of sense of achievement. If you do, that's awesome. But I typically feel like they kind of ruin the flow of games a lot of times because now I got to stop and fucking figure this out. Tomb Raider and, was and, really bad at those. Yeah. And this game, they were all like pretty bad basic but he's felt to think for a split second mm -hmm. and it had the zelda thing where you had to sometimes wait for a new item to let you progress through it and the rewards were worth it mm -hmm. there's always something over the fucking horizon that you were going to be getting or discovering uh even in areas you'd already been to like yeah or to make a note that all right i need to come back yeah, here and that was, was that was awesome yeah and, yeah and it just and the world was small enough that it wasn't like oh, i gotta backtrack all the way the fuck back there mm -hmm. you know but it wasn't like it was it was large enough though that it felt uh, uh, perfectly balanced. It was the like perfect that. size for the story it told. Yeah, so it didn't need to be any bigger. Like I said, game of the year. It brought me into liking God of War, actually understanding and looking at videos and seeing who Kratos was. Yeah, I watched videos uh, catching me up uh, completely. But before this, and hearing the stories of God of War one through three, because I really wanted to understand Kratos as a character. And uh, it fucking did it. It this game fucking did it. So yeah. um, that is one thing, and we should wrap this part up uh, soon because we're at fucking two hours. But um, that is one thing that's interesting. Is I had no interest in God of War. I'd played all the prior ones and wasn't into them at all. Didn't like them. Blah blah blah. Played this. I love loved it. Obviously. And then you know I can say I'm a fan of God of War now. But like, what does that actually mean? Well, I actually went back and got interested in the first three games and even though for playstation plus for plus club we had to play god of war 3 i actually started appreciating god of war 3 a little more because of god of war so not only did it make a case for itself it uh enhanced the whole series for me and uh created interest in a game i pretty much you know was dead on arrival for me mm -hmm. so which is a fucking huge task to do because I'm pretty set in, you know, if I'm like, fuck that, you know, to, to sway me on that when, when, when my argument's pretty good uh, is is quite the feat. So sneaky treat, sneaky treats, dude. We all love sneaky treats. The taste of gaming. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, three three picks for God of War, one pick for Monster Hunter World. I think both are are very fitting for this channel. Makes complete sense. I'm glad that these guys got their recognition they deserved. And I have to still, even though you picked uh, Red Dead Redemption as a uh, runner-up, um, which I'm glad somebody picked that. I almost did. Um, uh, yeah, I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you haven't played as much as we have. So. Well, and. And obviously, anyone new coming to this is going to be like, oh, fuck that guy. But I mean, really. If well, you, easy with that shit. But if you've been following the channel, the sandbox games in general just are, are really hard for me. I just don't really. And not like difficult yeah. like to play, but as much as like I need like someone to go, hey, go that way. So. Yeah. My thing about, about Red Dead is, like I said, it was like, it's like the best kid playing sports. You're like, yeah, you're in the top. We already get it. Yeah, you we know. know they're going to be yeah, good. Like, yeah, we can see you. Okay, you're going to be there. And then he performs. You're like, yep, you're up there. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what, what Red Dead was for me. Um, it's like a ninja's going to play fucking Fortnite against somebody. You're like, yeah, he's going to win. Yeah. And he does. And you're like, yeah, good. Yeah, he won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, it, and, like, it doesn't surprise me that Red Dead is so far up there. Because, yeah, he's the they're the big kids on the fucking sports yeah. teams. Yeah. Um, but games like God of War, which are so um, a unique, um, nice experience um, that is kind of... Uh, As particular to that game, because Santa Monica yeah. is in no way an underdog. No, no, no. That's no, a no, big no, no, company. No, no, no. It's made s some legendary fucking games, but... And then had an expensive hiccup. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the series kind of died because they, they kind of drove it into the fucking ground like mm -hmm. Activision would with the series. And then this brought it back in a big way. Oh yeah, 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 and I'm I'm not saying they're like a underdog, but it was it was it was like holy shit, that was a fucking that was a great performance. They you achieved know? greatness and, where otherwise you'd expect the game to be good. Yeah, yeah, it was like uh, I don't know, like royalty fighting a peasant, and the peasant kind of like coming out on top. You're like, yeah, we want to root for the peasant. Yeah, it's that's fucking, an underdog story though. But yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But um. But yeah, that's that's my was my reasoning that Red Dead Redemption was almost not even on my list just because yeah. like I, I I knew what it was going to do. I didn't know what God of War was was what was going to do. So my favorite the big thing for me is my favorite part of Red Dead was the technology. I knew I'd really like it, but when I beat it, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about all the impactful things. I was still just talking about the technology. Mm -hmm. The game still has a lock-on mechanic. The game still has uh, dialogue, shoot people, run away missions that all Rockstar games have. Um, it's just a vast and detailed and super impressive world to live in. That's the best thing about it. And the storyline is good, but it's still a cowboy story. Mm -hmm. um, and I love those. I love fucking Sergio Leone fucking westerns and stuff like that. So I know Chris is also like right next to me when it comes to that. Um, and I think they fucking just really nailed that tone. And, and, and I love all the content that game has, all the clothes you wear, all the guns you can upgrade. But, uh, but when I beat it, I wasn't just like, whoa, what did I just experience? I was just like, that was, f they fucking, Jesus Christ. I don't know if anyone can make a game as fucking big as, as Rockstar. People gave up on fucking Grand Theft Auto type games because you can't make them as good as them. They just, they're, they're fucking, they're Pixar, man. They're fucking superstars before Pixar's, you know, downfall. But, um, but yeah, like Josh said, they're just expected to be great. And they were, they nailed it with God of War. It's like, man, I don't really like the older God of Wars. And then you play and you're like, whoa, this is a whole new modern epic. Mm -hmm. Um, 
We should probably stop it there though, because we can keep doing this, and we still got to talk about a couple things. But uh, but yeah, 2018, an amazing year, and uh, amazing games were picked for our picks for game of the year and runners up. Let us know in the comments what is your game of the year. What goes into how you pick game of the year? I asked you guys that already, but if you want to reelaborate or tell me because you didn't say on the last episode, let me know what goes into that. Um, but yeah, why is it your game of the year? Um, and then what are two runner ups? Uh, you know, do some shout outs if you want to do real quick. All the games that you love this year, but but try and follow our structure because I think it'd be fun to kind of stay in theme. And let us know two runners up. Let us know if there's a particular order. Doesn't matter. And yeah, your game of the year. I'm dying to know what you guys picked as well. Um, I have some speculation. But I want to know. Um, and yeah, uh, to close out 2018 and all the great games, I'm going to go through a quick list of uh, games that released this year. And as I do that, um, you guys feel free to chime in. I'm not going to necessarily stop on these. Just be like, you know, that was good, blah, blah, blah. I might ask some questions as I go through this, but we're trying going to try and do this uh, quickly. Uh, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so I have I literally typed in best games of 2018. Google has a long list of them, and we're gonna go through them. So of course, Red Dead Redemption 2 is on the top of that list. I don't think it's in any particular order, but it's definitely a popular game. Uh, we've already talked about that quite a bit. It's a technical feat, absolutely deserves um, you know the the most gratitude or you know praise possible, 100%. Um, Spider Man. Of course, I think we uh, talked that up more than really anyone in a lot of uh, the the awards. So I'm glad that that uh, was the case. Um, Monster Hunter World, which we've brought up more than I think a lot of people did in their awards as well, um, and obviously is fitting, um, you know, for this channel and this community because a lot of us love Monster Hunter. God of War, I think we've talked about enough. Uh, it is definitely a good game. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I mean, like, wh- where'd you guys stand on that one? I thought it was, I mean, just like uh, Origins, it, it, it was fucking where Assassin's Creed needs to go. Um, it's a very fun game, and it's a full-fledged fucking action RPG now. I still need to play it in general. So. Yeah. My I own biggest, it physically. My biggest problem with Assassin's Creed is uh, it's getting to the point where it's almost too big. Yeah, that's Ubisoft games. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're making like, huge games. Like, I'm, I'm just like to the point, like, when I zoomed out the very first time in the Assassin's Creed map, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So it was just, I was just like, Jesus Yeah, Christ. I've been sailing the high seas, and I'm in, like, a small section of the map, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? This is too much game. How do you expect me to beat this? Yeah, it was just, like, and, like, the, the land areas, like, you, you think, oh, it's, it's all all ocean the landers are so big they're huge sections that you ride a horse around in and shit and mm-hmm. like so it's just and i hate it <laughs> no it was it was good but goddamn, those games are, are are almost too big for me to finish look man that that fucking title has ass said twice in it and i hate creed <laughs> you know creed equals not ass but double ass in Chris, did you ever play any of the newer no. Assassin's Creeds? You have any interest in them? No. All right. Shelby, you want to try it? This one. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, I would skip Origins. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would argue against that, but me knowing you for a couple of years, um, I, I would definitely say that I think you would enjoy this one. Finally, it is open world as fuck though. We literally both mm-hmm. are just like it's too big. Yeah. So. Well, there's a reason I don't own it. So. Yeah. I do though. Uh, the game that's fucking mentioned everywhere, everywhere, and I never even touched it, and when I go, is it really as good as they say it is? Everybody's like, yes, Seth, it is. You should play it. Uh, Celeste. 
Mm-hmm. Has anybody played it? No, and no. it's a, isn't it about mental a, a men- health? Yeah, mental health, health thing. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I know nothing about this fucking game. So rising above it. Uh, yeah, it was like a two plat- D platformer. Yeah, like beautiful. A, and a lot of people are equating it like the level design to like Super Meat Boy and how it controls mm. and stuff like that. Just mm. tight fucking platforming. These games are always off my radar in a sense until they get this kind of praise because I'm not the biggest uh, old school retro platformer guy. Uh, I'll, I'll play them and every once in a while I'll play a game like Dead Cells and I'm typically like, I don't like this kind of game. So I play Dead Cells. I'm like, this game's fucking dope. Shout out to Dead Cells. Um, so it is, seems like one of those games, just like Ori. I still got to play that. Keith, I know you like both these games. I need to play both of them. Um, and it's one of those games that I feel like I need. I now have to play it because it's gotten so much praise. Yeah, well, that was uh, Fez for me. I got I played that only because it was a free game. I listened to the guy who made Fez, and I was like, fuck that game. I played it before I heard him talk, and then I stopped playing I, it. I, I beat I was like, Fez I hate once that I guy. did play it. Damn, you beat that? I beat it. You're so, a Fez beater? Yeah. Damn, my own brother. <laughs> How dare he? It was, was a whole uh, subsection of people it was who a, beat that game. It was a very good game. So It was a cool cool concept. That was when the indie scene was like fucking... Yeah. That was the beginning. Hopping. Yeah. Mm. But Chris, did you play Celeste? No. No? Fuck. You no. even laughed at it. I, I didn't even know it existed. I think he's laughing at the fact that you asked me if he played something this year. He played some stuff. He played. Dude, he actually <laughs> played some things. He played Monster Hunter. He played oh, Spider Man. He played Soul Calibur. He Spider-Man. made things in Soul Calibur. Made a lot of things in Soul Calibur. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate off my radar. I have not played it yet, yeah, but I'm sure it's fantastic. I've been playing it. You've been playing it. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? I don't believe you. Game of the year. You retracting your original? It's no. It's 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 something I probably should have put in the honorable mentions, but you know I wanted to keep it short and simple. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's a Smash Brothers game. With it's it's yeah. ultimate. It's got everything. It's got everything. It's it's all the old characters, all the old stages, some new characters, some new stages. It's it's Smash Brothers. It's fun. Yeah, they've changed how characters move and how they interact and some of their moves and stuff like that. But then there's a lot of characters who feel like they're just copies of each other. Yeah. That's, I mean, with that many characters, though, it's going to be really hard to fucking... I mean, that's like MOBA levels of fucking characters. Well, I mean, they've got, like, Peach and Daisy, and I don't know the fine-tune aspects. I'm sure there's some little details that are different about them, but they feel like the exact same character. Yeah. Or Samus and Dark Samus. Dark Samus is a little floatier. Waluigi? Not in no, the game. Oh, Waluigi. Uh, he's, a, he's a summon. He's an assist trophy. Oh, that's... They, 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 he's in the game, but not in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wario's fat That's, fucking ass. Richter and he's Simon and are basically buff. like the same characters. That guy's fucking got muscle on, under that. Dude, he's crazy designed. <laughs> I watch that guy's ass popping, and his fucking arms are just jacked rocks. They're fucking sculpted from fucking boulders. And then he's got fucking muffin top. And it's like, what the fuck, it's dude? the shape of a ball. Your metabolism works in weird, weird ways that is not... He's not human. Very controlled, the parts of his body. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Uh, if I pick up um, a Switch, which I plan on doing once the fucking must-have title comes out, which is Monster Hunter, I should have picked it up already. Uh, I feel like Smash Bros. is a must. I'll probably pick it up. I, when I bought my mm-hmm. Wii U, I bought Smash Bros. Because, like, they're always fun to play. So You can play as Snake. I do love Snake mm-hmm. and Sonic a lot. I love not the new Sonic movie posters. No, he plays like the old Sonic games. You can do the. Well, I liked him in uh, the Wii one. He plays like that. Yeah. Um, okay. 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 This game is literally uh, 
So uh, back in the day, Mortal Kombat one, two, and three came out, and then Mortal Kombat Witcher. Ultimate. Came out. <laughs> I've been watching it too. What? Oh, you've been like twitching this whole time. You've been like reserved and kind of moving around while we're talking about this. Like he's got an opinion. Um, it's brewing. Anyways, uh, Mortal Kombat Ultimate brought back all the characters mm-hmm. and all the stages, and just kind of made a big fan service game. And that's what this game does. Mm-hmm. Um, unlocking the the characters are a little fucking um, nauseating, and not in like a bad way, but I'm just impatient. Um, but yeah, I'm a uh, um. Because there's 70 of the motherfuckers. It's ridiculous. And of course, some, some of them are clones. So it's like you unlock a clone. You're like, God damn it. You know, I wanted a new char- character. Um, but a game plays great other than I think the control scheme is fucking garbage. Like I had to go and change the control scheme. Um, I really don't like how you can use the D-pad. It's a 2D fighter. You can't use the fucking the, yeah, the D-pad. That bothers me. But... Um, it is something that's just kind of fun to go back to every every now and now and then. It's not crazy, it's not amazing in my opinion, mm-hmm. but it's just it's solid. Yeah, which I would expect from Smash Bros. I'm not the biggest fan, but I also um, you know I I like it. So, but I'm not like oh, I love Smash. Um, Into the Breach and Below. I'm just gonna put those together because they're indie titles. Um, Into the Breach is a game I've been wanting to play. Uh, isn't it made by FTL? Guys. Same guys, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, the mech. I want to play that really yeah. bad. Which looks cool. Forza, Forza Horizon 4, another big regret of 2018. I, I played it actually quite a bit when I did play it. Um, and it's fucking fantastic. I love Forza Horizon. I almost said Horza. Uh, Horchata. I love Horchata as well. Um, yeah, so I need to hop back into that. In fact, I, I might do that soon because I have the time. Uh, Far Cry 5 I already said my opinions on. I fucking loved that game. And I can't wait for the new one. Uh, Black Ops 4, I got to give uh, my credit for addiction uh, to that game. I've been grinding in that fucking game hard. Um and yeah, I know you've been playing as well. You finally mm-hmm. prestige, and you're already almost into your second prestige. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty fucking cool. Um, and I kind of wish you had a reason to play it because the amount of work they put into it is just fucking addicting. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I forgot that game came out this year. Out uh, year. It was cool. I did not play it as much as I would have liked to, which just seems to be a theme. Um, to be honest, I'm not a fan of tag fighters. Yeah, I'm not really uh, either. I like the one-on-one as- aspect of it because. You just get into crazy combos and fucking their little boyfriends are just just jumping in and fucking attacking. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan. What's of wrong with boyfriends, players. dog? Why well, <laughs> little? You're my boyfriend, so fucking what up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was scary. scary. We uh <laughs> we had a we had a ghost throw something. Um, so Hitman two. Came out this year. Uh, I was actually gonna skip over, and I literally just bought it yesterday. So, uh, which is fucking cool that you can get all your missions from Hitman One and put them into Hitman Two, which I did because uh, I had the Game of Year edition. And so far, I've been liking it a lot. So, uh, kind of glad I did pick it up because I, I was gonna go. I barely played the first one, so why would I pick up the second one? But I'm I'm digging it a lot. Uh, let's go, or well, Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. Those came out. Um, Still need to pick them up. Heard mixed mm-hmm. things on them. I think they sound neat. I'd like to play them. I have mixed feelings on it. 
Yeah. It's, it, 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 it's neat they made them, but I, I feel like they kind of missed an opportunity there to make a full-fledged Pokemon game. I feel... Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I also feel, though, that they very much came out and said what the game was going to be, and if people were expecting otherwise, that's on them. Yeah. It is definitely one of those situations. Uh, the absolute travesty that is Battlefield Five uh, happened this year. Um, hopefully, we'll get the rest of the content next year. It's um, pretty crazy because even I've bought the last three Battlefields. I love Battlefield, and I won't buy this. Uh, we've covered that enough, though, so we're gonna skip right over it. Subnautica came out. I think it. Out of I think access. it came oh. out. Of access. Yeah. Well, I've heard very good things for years it's about fun. it. Yeah. Uh, another fucking uh, uh, dark uh, fucking stain on this year. Uh, Fallout 76, the year that everybody found out. But that's the true fucking colors. The true intentions towards you as consumers. And the fucking canvas bag. Uh, Nino Kuni 2. We talked about that. Chevy actually brought it up, which is really cool that anyone brought it up. Because it is one of the most charming fucking games this year. Fucking fight me. Don't at me. Um, a way out. Something that I think me and Chevy have praised quite a bit, even though we don't talk about it, you know, all the time, uh, is definitely uh, a highlight, and I can't wait to see what they do with their next game because that game is fucking awesome. The problem with that is you can't talk about it too much. Yeah, it's hard to talk. Like it's, it's and I'm glad we streamed it all the way through because some people aren't going to pick that game up, but they could, you know, watch us play mm-hmm. through. It. You can watch that in the stream section, stream playlist. We played it from beginning to end, and it is an awesome experience with some really fucking amazing set pieces. It's really imaginative. Mm-hmm. The whole time me and Shari were playing, we we're just wowed by it. So it was cool to sit down and play that with you, and the game was just awesome. I'd like to sit down and play it with you sometime. Um, Octopath Traveler, a game that I very much want to play. I need to beat it. Um, and very much like when I did my review for... Um, oh, shit, I forgot the name of it now. Uh... Wow, that's great. Uh, I am Setsuna. I am Setsuna. Yeah, I think it's um, a nice throwback piece, and I think anyone who is a fan of JRPGs is kind of one of those must-play games. I think. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like if you like JRPGs, man, you got, you have to play that game. Mm-hmm. It got really good praise. It looks fucking awesome visually. Um, I really want to play it. Uh, Jeremy's uh, pick for game of the year: uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Did Cor- that? Correct me, no. Oh. Correct me in the comments, Jeremy. I know he said he liked it. He, yeah, he liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, and he's been wanting me to play it. Uh, I played the first one a little bit. I liked it enough. Um, I thought the death scenes were fucking insane. Um, but it's a, it's a game I would like to play, but I have to play the other ones before I hop into it. I can't hop into the third game of a series like that. Uh, the Messenger, which I've heard good things about. It's a platformer. Uh, Just Dance 2019 in 2018. Mm-hmm. I know everyone here loved just it. Just like sports games. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Return of the Obra Dean. Obra Dean. Heard of it. Um, it. It kept coming up on the Game Awards, so it's some reason I haven't really thought about it. But I'd be curious to watch something on it. Yeah. Know, if I want to play it. Come Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> Come in well. Um Mega Man Eleven, which I haven't really heard a whole lot about. I heard it was pretty decent, but like after that, like you know, no one's really clamoring about right. it. So apparently it was okay. Uh Pillars of Eternity two, I still didn't even play the first one. I need to play that. I picked up this year, um I think it came out this year. Uh Divinity. Divinity. Two. And it's fucking dope. I want to play that with somebody. 
Yeah. It's, it's cool as shit. Yeah. 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 Pillars of Eternity, though, I, I would really like to play as well, because that's one that always popped up on my Steam. I'm like, oh, I need to fucking... It's on my wish list all yeah. the time. Dark Souls Remastered, which, I mean, it's Dark Souls. If you like Dark Souls, we got a fucking yeah. better-looking version of it on the newer consoles, and it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves, a game I want to return to at some point. We played it, like, I played it once. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking cool. It was a cool idea. But Sharks. Yeah. Sharks. Fuck, well, he, he had an experience with them. <laughs> We're launching him into the sea. And he had to fucking <laughs> survive. Cowboy had to survive. He was our guinea pig. Yeah. Get in the cannon. <laughs> and then when sharks came after him, he didn't want to fight him, but he killed the fuck out of him. <laughs> and the guy in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had some adventures. That's a game I want to come back to, though, 100%, once they add more content to it. They've added a shitload. Yeah. Yeah, it, this you know what's great about games like uh, Sea of Thieves is uh, even though you know it's not good, like one of those games you can go, oh, this is amazing. It's definitely one of those games you you always walk away with stories though. Yeah, so. it's it's an open ended game where you get you get those experiences. Yeah. Um, a game that I think needs to be shouted out this year, uh, Warhammer Hammer Vermintide Two. Oh, sure, Chris oh yeah, is. sick ass fucking game. If you like Left for Dead or The Last Vermintide, this is a must play. It's so good. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah, I need to return to that, but it's it's a very fun game. Uh, Spyro Reignited Trilogy, which I actually am going to recommend to people. It's very fucking fun, very clean looking. It's very cool. If you like Spyro at all, I think this is a must-have. Uh, Frostpunk, a game I really want to play. Yeah, I want to play it too. Um, got a lot of praise earlier on, and uh, yeah, I've, I've just been really... I. Again, this whole year has been me going, okay, I've done with this game, on to the next game. Like, I got to fucking beat these games so I can talk about them, you know, in confidence, like, know what the hell I'm talking about. So it's a game I need to go back and play. Um, Valkyria Chronicles 4, I for some reason thought that came out like three years ago. So <laughs> that's out. Um, <laughs> Battletech, a game I'm kind of interested, interested. in. Uh, Destiny 2 Forsaken, which is a game that we probably would have never played if it didn't drop on playstation if it Plus. was never free i never yeah, yeah, yeah. I really played it. but uh but uh, shout out to it i mean fucking they got me into it and uh, i really enjoyed it um forsaken is the best destiny has been agreed so uh i actually am excited about where destiny's going because of that so shout out to destiny 2 forsaken uh ashen a game that i keep seeing brought up i have not played it but i i need to there's so many games that came out this fucking year Mario Aces, uh, Tennis Aces, uh, Super Mario Party, a uh, bunch of... F- Nintendo, in, in, as a whole, fucking killed it this year in their releases, man. Yeah. Like, if you want to talk about exclusives and consoles getting supported, the Switch fucking is just so they, killing it. They were talking shit. Not, like, talking shit, but they were, like, kind of bragging the other day. They're like, they're like it was like half of all Switch owners have bought Mario uh, Odyssey... Um, Mario Odyssey, uh, Link, uh, The Legend of Zelda, and um, something else, and all, and no, and, and then they're like, no other consoles ever done that. Where they like half the have them buy all three games, mm. and I'm thinking like, what do you think I bought a Switch for? It's for Nintendo, Nintendo games, games, you dickhead. Yeah. Like, they're still <laughs> they're still bragging about their exclusives. Yeah, like, I mean, like, and they're all must owns. Yeah, yeah. So that's, like, that's that's the, the point. Like, yeah. fucking, yeah. they're going like we have exclusives, and fucking everybody buys them. Yeah, and it's cool because this is finally a time where I can confidently go. Every game they're releasing for fucking the Switch that are exclusive to Switch are all good. Mm-hmm. They're not releasing bad games. 
It's it's they completely turned everything around, man. It's 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 awesome. Mm-hmm. We're in a golden age of Nintendo again, which is something I I wasn't expecting. We had Artifact come out this year. I don't know what the fuck Dota that card is. Game. It's a card game, so I ain't playing that shit. <laughs> FIFA 19, which I'm sure everyone's fucking talking about, and uh, I bet you know it's probably on your game of the year fucking list. Divinity Original Sin 2, which I just started playing recently and I'm fucking loving. Uh, that, I can tell, is going to be a deep game, though. There's so much to it. Uh, Minute, which... Developer Digital. Keeps mm-hmm. popping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art style really kind of pushes me away, but people are saying good things. Soul Calibur 5, 6. 12. 12. Soul Calibur 26, <laughs> uh, which we talked about already. Um, Kirby Star Allies, which I don't know shit about. Uh, it was actually like... It was just another side-scrolling Kirby game. Yeah. Um, but it got to the point where you can have AI because you'd have puzzles where you need like the cooperation of them. Okay. But then the AI would work faster than you needed to. So you can just wander through levels pretty much because they, they would just kill everything and they would just do all the puzzles themselves and stuff like that. So it, it, it actually wasn't fun at all. Um <laughs> I think with people, that was with, a lot to get through. To I think like with fun. with people, it would yeah. have been better, of course. Donut County came out, which was that indie game where you could move the hole Suck around the hole and drop and shit in. Actually, like to try weird it. Katamari. And a Blaze Blue came out this year. I had no idea about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all we talk about on their Twitter all year. So, who does? Uh, fucking Arcs System Works. Oh, really? That and their new Kill a Kill game coming out. So, which is kind of cool to know that's coming out. Mm-hmm. But that's 2018 in a nutshell. Um, if you could, what would you grade this year for the games that were released? Uh, shit, A, solid A. Easy. I'm gonna give it an A plus. It's the first A plus I've given anything on this channel. Obviously, it's not a game, so it doesn't have the same gravity to it you're giving it an a so fucking that's high i have to give an a plus just because the, there's so many fucking good games this year it, it, we don't get years like this we get good years all the time not this fucking good though so i mean i have to i have to call it as i fucking see it this is abnormal for the amount of good games if next year has this many good games i'm gonna go fucking insane i don't think it will although i got a lot of a lot of games i got my fucking eyes on i, I don't know if i can grade it yeah I mean, I can give, like, insight, I guess. Like, I think last year was better for me quantity-wise, but this year had, like, obviously one very, I think, stellar game. I think uh, God of War uh, was really, really huge. So, um, but, like, I had Persona and and uh, Nier Automata and a bunch of other fucking games that came out last year, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I bought more games last year than I did this year, so... Yeah. I, so, I mean, I don't know. B plus? Yeah. Fair. Yeah, because, I mean, I played fucking everything this year. Yeah, I didn't. So, <laughs> for me, it was overwhelming. Yeah, I'm kind of the same, but a Chevy. Like, I know there's a lot of good games that came out, but I didn't really play a lot of them because they didn't really... Like, Red Dead Redemption, I was supposed to be a really good game, but I'm I'm over Westerns. It's but not it's your a, thing, it's yeah. It's a general genre. It's, not, it's just not for me. Um, so, like, oh, as far as, like, overall... I, it should get an A, but for me personally, it's just gonna get like like a B plus. There's there's a few good games that came out that I really enjoyed. The few older games that came out, like uh, the Secret of Mana remake, yeah, is great. I love it. Um, 
but it's just there's a few games here and there that I really enjoy. I think so. <laughs> that was definitely this year. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the point. Dude. There's fucking too many games that came out. Like it's hard to fucking remember what came out this mm-hmm. year. And I, I think those are that, that's fair, just because me and Josh are more in the category of we we play more varied games, not like you know we just play a little bit of everything. You guys have more particular. Uh, you know, likes. Yeah. Um, I was I definitely dabble a lot more than I used to. And oh, 100%. I, and I do play pretty much everything. Uh, it's just hard for me, like specifically Call of Duty. I can literally watch you guys play that and I, I, I can acknowledge like all the things you're saying about it, but I know that like, I'm not going to play it, right? Yeah. Um, and that's just, just a lot of games are that way. That it, goes for like any online competitive game you're typically going to be less drawn to. And the sandbox thing, as I've said yeah. a million times too. So Yeah, so that makes sense. You, the the games that were great, you acknowledge, but uh, you weren't as uh, involved with the amount of games this year. Whereas I've been involved with almost every fucking game outside of Celeste. So, um, And Josh is, is in the same boat. Me and him fucking play everything that releases. So... Um, but yeah, so B plus, B plus, A plus, my first A plus. Uh, can't wait to give a game an A plus. In fact, I'd probably give God of War an A plus. Uh, but uh, there's my quickie review. Uh, and a bit in an A. I almost said a B. Um, <laughs> you said B, right? No, I said A. No, you said B. Said Josh B, hated this year. But I think that's going to do it for this uh, this episode. It's been a long one. Let us know in the comments again what was your game of the year? What were two runners up? And if you could grade this year, what would you grade it? Uh, and yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. We have a water thing making noise. So we're going to end this. But uh, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe and enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Uh, check out my streams on Twitch and Chris's streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai, all one word. And Chris is Tasty underscore fruit. Uh, make sure to hit the notification button to know when we go live and I dual stream. If you want to watch my streams, you can watch them on YouTube as well. We have a Discord link down below. To talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us. Uh, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Josh. I'm Chris. And uh, until next episode, where hopefully we don't get interrupted by our new water filter, uh, have a great week, guys, and take it easy. And happy holidays if you um, celebrate those. And if you don't, fuck it. Who cares? Have a great day. Have a great, dude. I hope you're having the greatest day. Take it easy, guys.